Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. Podcast episode thirty one. We came, we saw, we sucked. My name is Ryan, and I'm Chuck. And welcome back, guys. Got another suck filled episode for you, and we're still sucking. <laughs> Hell yeah! Glad to glad to get one of these in. It's been a little while since we did one. Yeah, it's it's good to free ball every once in a yeah. while. Uh, I mean, good. as always, we got stuff we want to talk about. A lot's been going on. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, I spent three four days. Entrenched in San Diego Comic Con news and posting on the forum. Yeah, that was that was great. Holy shit! There's a lot of stuff coming out. <laughs> yeah, and then all the pictures disappeared. Yeah, so that, <laughs> I, I informed you of that. Yeah, right? basically what happened was because they kept updating pages, you would take the you know how you normally do the link to show an image on the forum. Uh, it kept changing, so I would post a picture up, and then all of a sudden they would update their threads. And next thing you know, my picture's not showing up anymore. Yeah. So I had to actually basically steal their images, <laughs> save them in the photo bucket, my own account, a photo bucket, and then take it from there and post it on the forums. That was a bitch and a half to do. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but one <laughs> one cool thing, and Lucasfilm will probably kick my ass. Don't say that. <laughs> but they had their their uh, slideshow that they showed at San Diego Comic Con on their website of StarWars.com. Okay. And but you couldn't take those images and put them on your own stuff like by just taking the property of, of the image. So I had to do screen captures and then save those as pictures and put them in photo bucket and then put them on our forums. Nice. So see what I do for you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your your Comic Con news was great. I mean I, I, I went to the forums for Comic Con news most of the time yeah. instead of going to other places. I actually had a lot yet, of so. you know other than the painstaking thing of having to put the images up I had a lot of fun posting that stuff because it was just like I was excited about the information. And oh we, yeah, and we've got a lot of it to talk about in this episode. But uh, but we got you've had a lot of bad luck come your way recently. Yeah, we've been uh, hit here in the uh, Ohio area suburbs. Uh, a lot of rain recently in a short period of time, and unfortunately, yeah, my my basement flooded again. So yeah. it sucks. Um, didn't lose too much personal property as much as toys and comics are concerned. I did lose my. G.I. Joe 25th Anniversary Doc figure. Yeah, that sucked. That sucked bad. I had a mint on card in the little plastic protector case mm-hmm. he came in. Um, so I lost that. But I was able to you know open it and get the figure out. But I, I'm no longer keeping a mint on card in the little package. So Yeah. But, I mean... I saw you sent me a picture of yeah. him, him laying on the stretcher. Yeah, that was, that was appropriate. Pretty, <laughs> pretty funny there. So 
Let's see, we both saw the Captain America movie? I did, actually. I liked it. It was really good. I freaking loved it. Yeah. Um... I saw a couple people, uh, not on our forum, but or on our Facebook, but on some other forums, saw a couple people, not many, but a couple people going, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. They didn't see the same movie I saw. I know. Right? I was yeah, like... crazy. I put it right up there, for me, I put it right up there with The Dark Knight. Now, The Dark Knight's a great film. Yeah. I think Captain America is a great comic book film. I think it's the best movie I've seen so far this year, and I've seen... Oh, by far, yeah. I've seen Thor, Green Lantern, Captain America, obviously, and Kung Fu Panda 2. <laughs> well, and I've seen pretty much all the comic book movies this yeah. year. I saw uh, Thor, Green Lantern, X-Men First Class, and Transformers 3. Yeah. Uh, and this is by far the best one I've seen. Yeah, I really have no desire to see X-Men First Class unless it comes on, like, Xbox. Or, You'll like it, I mean, uh, X, whatever that's called. Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Yeah, there you go. And Transformers 3, I do want to go see, but I... I don't think you're going to see it in the theater. I might. I don't think you're going to. I'm all right with that. I... I Dude, I got things I want to talk about. I know, I know, but I've... You're killing me! Dude, I've been bailing out the water. I understand that, but you've got a podcast that specializes in Transformers, and you're going going and seeing Captain America before you see Transformers 3. Well, yeah. (laughs) I know. But... At the time I went to go see it, in the day I went to go see it, it, Transformers in our local theater is only playing at like at one time at night now, since it's so... yeah been in theaters for so long it's like eight o'clock nine o'clock at night and i went to go see it like on a sunday or something like that and yeah. around noonish so for well, I'm, tell- day, I'm, so. I'm telling you right now you don't go see it by the time we record next time spoiler i'm spoiling everything i appreciate so. that <laughs> i'll give you one more chance <laughs> and then i'm blowing this thing wide open <laughs> i'm gonna blow the bitch out the water <laughs> um but no captain america was amazing i actually gave it a six out of five be- wow! Because well, here's the thing. It I far, enjoyed it. It far surpassed my expectations. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like, and I actually had high expectations. You knew. I said at the beginning of this whole movie season, I said I'm looking for most of Captain America. So I had, you did. You I did. had high expectations for this movie, and, and I was it, I was looking forward to it. mostly Thor because I'm a bigger fan of Thor. Sure. It's my guy. Uh, I love Thor. It's a great movie, but I think Captain America might be a little bit better. Yeah, if you, it's a lot better. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it that. I'm giving it. If you take. Um, Everything I would want in a Captain America comic book yeah, and put it in film, it's, it's there. right there. Yeah, and it had that Indiana Jones feel to it. Yeah, there's it's there, like uh, there was a couple adventure. things I would have changed in Thor, but there's really not anything I would have changed in Captain. America. Yeah, real like well, we talked about a couple things that were super minor that didn't mean anything. Nah. Um, Dum Dum Dugan, someone pointed out to us, he looked the, like you could tell he was wearing a bodysuit. I, I thought but while okay, I was watching yeah. the movie, I thought he looked okay. Um, the one thing that you and I did mention, though, is we wish they would have mentioned either the Howling Commandos or their names. Their names, yeah, or some kind of insignia. Now, we knew who yeah. they were, yeah. but... Yeah, Big Geek knew who they are. Yeah, so. but the regular audience probably wouldn't. But that was so minor of a thing, like I said, it didn't take away from the it's like of the movie. It's like the Warriors 3, I think they mentioned it once in Thor, but right. there wasn't yeah. some kind of formal acknowledgement. Right. But it, it was good. It was yeah. good. It was really good. It was fantastic. I... I would like to maybe even go see it again before it leaves the theater. So, which I rarely do that wow. with movies. I rarely, rarely do that with movies. Plunk down your ten bucks so, again. Yep, it was worth it. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't. It was good. Yeah. Uh, let's really see. Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Go ahead. Uh, anything else going on for you? A lot of Comic Con news. I'm excited yeah. about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and we're gonna get into all uh, that. Oh, I did open <laughs> all the flack on the forums. I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Starfighter. Uh, about not opening my Masters of the Universe figures because I just yeah. haven't got around to it. I finally opened them all. Right. Uh, so I opened up my Prince Adam and Orko. Great. Love it. Yep. My Vicor. Couldn't be happier with that figure. It's awesome. That's cool. Um, 
Battle Armor Skeletor, open him up, loving it, like it. Uh, I did get the uh, the DC two pack too with Aquaman and Merman, and that's okay. still closed. Okay, I haven't opened that one yet, but I just, I, uh, I just run out of room to do it. Yeah, I, I, I open these up, guys, and what I do is I go to my tote at the foot of my bed and I stick it in the tote. <laughs> right, I've got no room. Right. Well, I finally opened up a bunch of stuff too, where I had like um, a bunch of Arkham Asylum figures, like uh, Harley Quinn. I still hadn't opened Bane. I hadn't opened, so I yeah. finally opened all of those. I also got the Batman um, armored Batman from yeah. Ar- Arkham Asylum. I have the plain version, the standard Batman yeah. version from that. It's really cool. I like it. Um, I know the other ones just came out at our local comic book store, the Wave 2, right. with the Bane and the, yep. uh, the armored, armored Batman. So that's the armored one I'm, I'm showing Chuck right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I did see it. I noticed the ears were a little bit bigger on yeah. it than the other one. Which he's, is cool. uh, he's got this plating, and what I mentioned to you that I think he kind of looks like he kind of looks like how they're doing Batman for this new relaunch. And I like how the cape is different, too. It's not an exact same sculpt. Right. It's different. They didn't use the same his head belt, sculpt or belt's cape. belt's different. Yeah, the belt's different. The, the costume's different. You get a grappling gun instead yeah, of a batarang. Accessory's different. Yeah, so... Um, same little goofy black stand, but that's yeah, DC Direct. So. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I actually think I like the armored one better than the regular one. That's just me personally. Yeah, I saw the armored one at the comic book store... And I, what were there, 17 bucks, 17 dollars yeah, something like that? Yeah, something like that. I was going to get it. I, I looked at it, I, I hemmed and hawed over it a couple times, and I, I put it down, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. It well, looks so much like the other one, except for the, you know, obviously he's wearing armor instead of a regular right. suit. I like the regular suit better. The completionist in me also took over, because I... I know, because you had the other ones. I had the other yeah. ones. I had the da- battle-damaged one and all that type the of stuff. The San Diego so. Comic-Con exclusive yeah. last year. So, yeah. and I had all the other figures, I was like... How do the I not Bane? Yeah, how do you yeah. not get the Batman? Right. Gotcha. So, um, but I did see also leading into Comic Con news. There's more of these figures coming out. Yep. Which we'll talk about down the road. Which look yep. awesome as hell. Well, we can mention uh, what we saw with that one. We saw there's a 12 inch Batman. Yeah. That looks and a, awesome. And, and a 12 inch Joker. Joker. Uh, there's a Harley Quinn that looks different than the first version. Yeah, she looks so, even hotter and sluttier. Right. <laughs> Loving it. Uh, there's another Joker that I didn't think looked that great. I thought it was okay. Um, it's, it's it's face is a little bit more like the paint's rubbing off on yeah, his face or something. Yeah, I just I didn't care like for that Like he's kind of beat up or something. Right, I, didn't I like really, it. I didn't really care for that one. They're doing like a Two-Face and Catwoman. Yeah. So yeah, those the Catwoman cool. would probably be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the Catwoman. I'm not so much interested in the Two-Face one because I have like two different Two-Faces I'll already. I'll see how it looks, yeah. And uh, so I'm just kind of done when it comes to that, so. Yeah, I'll see how it looks. Yeah. So we had a whole lot of listener feedback, or not a whole lot, but some. Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one. Actually, before I, yeah, before I get into that, actually a couple things I wanted to mention. One is uh, going back to the Mike Costa interview that we had. A lot of people loved it. Yeah, it, it hey, went really thanks, well. Mike. It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. He beat me the hell up. I love it. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did go back and uh, kind of was listening to some stuff when he chose C three PO. Yeah, and he said, "Well, C three R two D two is such a jerk to C three PO. You're not going to let it go, are you? No, I'm not. Because here's the thing: I went and watched the movie not for that reason, but I watched it again because it's been over a year since I watched. It, it was for that reason. No, it wasn't. It was over a year since I had watched the original trilogy. All right, that's too long. Which is way too long for me. I usually watch it at least once every six months. I do it even more than that. Right. Uh, but, you know, whatever. So <laughs> so the fact that it had been over a year, I was like, I just feel like watching it. So I, I watched A New Hope. C-3PO's mean to R2. It's not the other way around. Whatever. C-3PO says to him, get over here, you glob of, uh, glob of grease, before someone sees you. 
And then when they separate, he goes, that little twerp, he he tricked me into going this way. He's calling R2-D2 names. How is he the nice one? Whatever. <laughs> well, you, you know I'm right. <laughs> I like C-3PO better than R2-D2. It's just he's a prick. Pr- whatever. He's a prick and he's a priss. I like that. He likes the peas. Whatever. You like pricks and... <laughs> yeah, you like yes, pricks, sir, huh? Yeah, yeah, hey. hey, it well, is what it is. Okay. Anyways. Um, nice. Yeah. So, anyways, a uh, couple things, too, I wanted to mention. We did the retro reviews last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And got some positive feedback from that. Got some very positive feedback on that. One thing that I didn't do for last episode, but I will be doing going forward. Read it page by page? No. No, okay. All right. <laughs> but a lot of times, depending on... Knowledge the writer, Larry Hammer. That would be good, too. God! No. Uh, but <laughs> the thing we didn't do is, like, if there's something in particular about that issue that came out, mm-hmm. like, besides just what's in the story... I want to be able to bring that up, like or if, multiple reprints of it. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, if there's something significant about yeah. it, something to point out from it, or something like that. Sure. So obviously, with the first issues, there's always like a lot of information about sure. them yeah. when it came what out. Do you got? So what I got is Lay it on me. Um, Star Wars number one. Obviously, came out in July 1977. We didn't mention that. Well, it's uh, a given, right? <laughs> well, it was 1977's a given. It's you don't know what given. month. Yeah. Uh, and then it was thirty cents. Nice. So much that. affordable back then, right? Uh, it says this issue includes three three scenes deleted from the original film, which we kind of touched on a little right, bit. Right. One was Luke witnessing the battle between the Star Destroyer and Leia's ship over Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Luke and Anchorhead telling his friends about the battle he's witnessed. So yeah, we mentioned those. Yeah. The one we didn't mention, which is very significant, Luke getting caught masturbating. No, <laughs> no, no. It's Luke's best friend, Big's Darklayer, confiding to Luke that he intends to join the rebellion. We mentioned about how he said he's going to the Academy, Academy, but then he pulled Luke to the side and says, I'm actually joining the Rebellion. Yeah. So that's pretty significant. So they left the masturbation scene in the comic? Right. That was was fine to leave in there. Cool. All right. Um, An image of Luke Skywalker appears in the character box on the top left corner. Right. Of the comic. Right. This image is is used on every cover until Star Wars number 39. Oh, huh. so that's GI Joe did that with like the the standard grunt. Issue. I got that for you too. All right, once, hey, once we on. once we get to GI Joe, spoiler. Uh, there are there are uh, actually five different printings of the issue. Okay, uh, the rarest and most valuable, which I think there must be more to it than this, because I actually have everything that they're talking about here, and I don't think that I have one of the rarest issues. More than meets the eye. But it says the rarest and most valuable is the Marvel printing with the thirty five cent cover price. Okay, which mine has that. The $0.35 cent price appears in a square, not a diamond, and the black UPC code lines appear in the white box in the bottom left corner, where uh, there were approximately 1,500 copies printed. Oh, actually, mine doesn't have the $0.35. Cents. Mine has only $0.30. Cents. So if you have one with a square box and it says $0.35 cents instead of $0.30, cents, then and you have the UPC symbol on it... Well, you have the UPC. Right. Then mine has everything except for the thirty-five cent mark. Sometimes in the bottom on the first page, it'll mention if it was a second printing or not. Yeah, mine's a first printing. Yeah, it's a first printing. It's just, um, yeah. but there were only fifteen hundred copies made of this really rare one. Which, oh, for the thirty-five cents, right? 35 maybe they cent maybe one. they lowered it down a little bit. So that was a, so. that was a special one. You know, I guess you could view it as almost an incentive cover back then. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but uh, that's a really rare one. Regarding the Star Wars logo on the cover, yeah. the S and the T in Star are not connected. Neither are the R and the S in Wars. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, and this is the only cover of the series in which that happens. Wow. So That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Did they mention that Darth Vader's green 
on the cover. No. no. Okay, all right. <laughs> the, Throw that out there. The cover price at the beginning, as we talked about the series, was $0.30. Cents. The price conti- uh, That price continued until Star Wars number 5, and that's yeah. when it went up. So. And it has the Comics Code Authority. Yes, it has the Comics it. Code Authority. Yep. Loving it. All right, That's so how Mom knew they were safe. Then we had, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we had uh, G.I. Joe over American Hero came out in June of 1982. I didn't write down what the cover price was on that. Do you remember what that was? I think it was about same, the same. About the same, 30 cent, 35. That's probably more because it, it came 30. out afterwards. Maybe it might have been 75. It may have been more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it here on me, so. Well, Google, um, it. Google it. No. <laughs> Fuck it. I you figured, guys know what it is. I figured, you got you, it. I figured you would know. I think it's thirty-five. Okay, to be honest with you. So uh, the first GI Joe comic, the issue's corner cover art is a picture of Grunt, as you had mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's the same art used, with few exceptions, for the first hundred issues. Yeah. Uh, the issue also included numerous personnel fo- profiles, mm-hmm. uh, headquarter diagram, and vehicle profiles. Uh, this issue was also released as a. 13 and a quarter by 10 inch Marvel Special Treasury Edition in 1982. Yeah, yeah. uh, With the same content and a slightly modified cover. Mm -hmm. The first issue had two stories in it, which this was the part that was the shocker because they don't give you both stories in the reprints. Yeah. Uh, So I had mentioned this to you after we had done the episode. I found that. And it's actually one of the ones I don't have an original copy of, number one. I do have the, obviously, the one in trade. You and I do have a reprint of it, and I have Tales of G.I. Joe. Yeah. Which is, they redid the first, I think, 12 or 13 issues of Tales of. Yeah. So you have to, to take a look them. at those and just kind yeah, of see. Yeah, have to see exactly what's going uh, on. But basically, the two stories were Operation Lady Doomsday, which is the one we covered. Right. And then there was Hot Potato. And Hot Potato was a story where the Joes have to get an information tape out of hostile territory. Nice. Um... In Operation Lady Doomsday, first appearance of Dr. Adelaide Burkhart, a computer, uh, and then, which we mentioned before, a computer readout shows the faces and codenames of all 13 original Joes, plus a 14th face obscured by a character's hand with the codename Shooter. You had mentioned that. Yeah. Do you know where that came from, though? No. I actually found out. Nice. This is a joke referring to the fact that Jim Shooter was the editor-in-chief of Marvel at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, this story is reprinted in G.I. Joe yearbook number one. Cool. In March of 1985. So that's go. why you said, well, Shooter never appears. Well, it's because it was a joke to Jim, Sh- um, Jim Shooter. So Yeah. The Hot him. Potato story is features the first reference to Snake Eyes' feelings for Scarlet. Nice. Uh, Snake, uh, Hot it's Potato. a romantic story. Yes, Hot Potato featured uh, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, Hawk, Clutch, and Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll? Rock and Roll. As far as Operation Lady Doomsday, the writer was Larry Hama. Uh, Penciler was Herb Trimp. Yeah, Trimp, yeah. And then for Hot Her, Potato... Is, is it Trimpy? Herb Trimp? I think it's Trimp. All right. Uh, Hot Potato, the writer was Larry Hama, and the penciler was Don Perlin. All right. Some big names there. Yep. So then I had a little summary of Hot Potato, but we kind of gave the gist of that already. Going into Transformers... Yeah. Uh, it came out September of 1984. It was $0.75. Cents, wow. Which is what makes me think G.I. Joe maybe was a little bit maybe more. Maybe 50 Yeah, maybe even $0.50. I don't cents. know. So, check. Uh, the comic did not attempt to follow the show. And, no. No. And some elements and characters were completely absent. Most notably was the absence of characters from Season 3, like Ultra Magnus, Springer, RC, Metroplex, and the Quintessons, with yeah. the exception of a standalone issue which adapted the big broadcast of 2006. Uh, the role played by the young Spike in the animated series was filled in the Marvel comic book series by his younger brother, Buster. So Spike is around in this world of Marvel, 
but he's not the main focus like he is in the cartoon. Boo. So, well, we had a lot of people going, who the hell is this Buster on the forums? Like, yeah. Hey, so it had it's to Spike's that. brother. It's common knowledge. Yeah, I right. didn't know that. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. In, uh, Buster was fully intended to exist in place of Spike for the comic book series until the release of Fortress Maximus toy in 1987, which included Spike as a headmaster partner. Mm-hmm. Hence, ne- uh, necessitating the hurried introduction of Spike into the comic book continuity. Okay, uh, Buster's last appearance in the in the U.S. comic book was issue number fifty-one, number two. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, and the father that was in issue number one uh, that is Sparkplug. Sparkplug, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't think they actually mentioned him by name yeah. there, but it was Sparkplug. So again, common knowledge. Yeah. Well, going forward. This type of information will include when we do the actual retros. So this okay. way, if there's something special about that issue, yeah. we want to bring it up. So sure. Um, so that was cool. Um, all right. So let's get into the uh, Jedi holocron. Jedi holocron. All right. So we had some new forum posters. Hey, welcome. So we had uh, Geek Gazette. Geek Gazette, yeah. That who, guy's been posting like crazy. He has been very active on the forums. Loving it, loving it. Which welcome. is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he didn't post a whole lot of information as far... He didn't introduce himself in the introduce yourself area. Introduce yourself. So I don't have anything on him other than stuff he's been saying on the forums. Uh, he's a very cool guy. Yeah, he seems he, very cool. He is very cynical. I love it. Admittingly so. Love it. And I said, you and him would get along great then. No doubt. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so he's got a critical eye when it comes to comics, but he's really enjoying uh, the stuff that he's reading that we cover. So um, Then we had JT3Fan. Okay. And uh, he posted on the Introduce Yourself area, and he said, Yo, Joe, I found your podcast through Robert Atkins' blog. Sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, have you checked out his blog? Yeah, he's doing Thundercats. He's yeah. doing Thundercats this week because the show premieres tomorrow. Yeah, the, um, um, the Tiger one looks fierce. Yeah. The Chitaro one looks pretty good. I yeah. Like, it's kind of hot. I like the Tiger one, though. It looks very, like, like I don't know, a little bit more um, angry and fiercer than I would have liked my Tigra. Really? Well, yeah, but it's good. I'm not I saying think, it's not bad. I think Tiger's a badass. It does. It looks like he's a <laughs> badass, but he, he never really demonstrated that on the cartoon. Or sure he did. So. You just didn't like him. True. But, uh, <laughs> so you didn't see that. I didn't see it, yeah. Uh, but no, he's doing an awesome job. Um, yeah, they all look really good. And yeah. again, those things are for sale, guys. Yeah. Uh, he does either 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or 90 minutes on a drawing. Yeah. And whatever amount of minutes he does, that's what the price is. So if he does 30 minutes, it's $30. Yeah. I don't and know I how he, else you can get a Robert Atkins drawing for 30 bucks. And you just, what, you email it to him, and if he's more than one email, he just draws a random yeah. name and he emails you if you want to yep. buy it. And if you go to the, the comicforums.com, yeah. his, he has a thread on our forum that has the link to his website that has all these drawings. Right. And you don't have to be a member of the forums to Last I looked, his, go. his blog page was, or blog spot, or whatever, was down or something like that. No, it's back up. Is it? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, but you don't have to be a member of the forums to go to the forums. No, no, not at all. Uh, and find his link. So yeah. if, don't worry if you're not a member and you still want to check out his stuff. But you should be a you member. You should be a member. And if you're not a member, you're well, a tool. here's the thing. If they what? go to the forum no, and... No, no. and if, if you're not a member, you're a tool. I get that. That's funny. No. It's a penis joke. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, I know it's a penis joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not funny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, but you think a lot of things are funny. I like that are jokes. really bad. So, anyways, they're cool. Whatever. Good. So, anyways, if you Moving go, on. if they go to the forum and they check out his 
thread right. to check out his link, yeah. they might see some of the fun that's going on in the forums. Yeah. And, and maybe actually want to join Get in there. there. Sure, why not? So, all right. So, back to JT. Yeah, hi. <laughs> the, uh, he, said, he said, the first Joe I ever got was Breaker. He's, That's a good one. He's still one of my favorites. Yeah, Breaker. Uh, as I was selling my Star Wars figures uh, for, what? More, for more Joes, All right, come on. I discovered issue number 18 of A Real American Hero, and I was hooked. Oh, 18. That's a classic. Yes. I got hooked on issue 29. That's where I started yeah. the love affair. Um, ah, memories. He says, as I got older, I stopped collecting figures, but kept uh, collecting the original Marvel run until it was over. Yeah. While Joe was a gateway to other funny books... I got out of ah, comics. Funny books. He goes. I got out of comics altogether after number one fifty five, and didn't come back until two thousand nine when I took my son sons to the local comic convention as Larry Hama was going to be in attendance. Nice. Lo and behold, Robert Atkins, Chuck Dixon, and Michael Golden were were there too. Who were those guys? Right. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was hooked again, and now my older boy was hooked too. Nice. He now wants to be a comic book artist. Check out his stuff on my DeviantArt page. Okay. Which I'm going to give that out in a second. Uh, and hey, good luck to you, son. Yeah. He's 10 years old. Hey, good luck. Yeah. And he... he Maybe one day I'll be reading your stuff. He... You know, so... Because I went to the webpage and I was just like, oh, okay. And then I go... And then I look back and I go, oh, he's 10. Okay, now I'm like a little bit better. At first I was like, wow, this is not good. And I'm thinking like his... Wow. Well, no, because I'm thinking his son's like maybe in his mid-20s or oh. something like that. He's a ten-year-old, probably not right. as polished as a twenty-year-old would be. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's got time to I didn't know how old JT was. That's cool. So I was like, "Good luck to you, son." So yeah, so I'm thinking, oh, his son's like in his twenties, and I'm like, "Ooh, this isn't so good." But then I look and I see he's ten, and I go, "Really? Did you see some of the fucking art we've got in these other books?" <laughs> that <laughs> no. fucking Baroness issue was atrocious. I know, but my point is, it once I better than that. once I realized he was ten, I go, "Oh, big difference." Yeah. I mean, who drew that? Do you remember who the Baroness? Yeah. One? Probably a nine-year-old. Yeah, nobody knows. A nine-year-old. You know why? Because it sucked. <laughs> a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, see it there. <laughs> but, uh, nobody remembers who you But no, his, his, son, his, shit, son is, sucked. his son is good for being a ten-year-old. Sure, no so, doubt. So if he keeps up with it, he's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, good luck to you. More, more power to yeah. you. And he says, and we've spent the last two years going to cons as we can. I've gone back and picked up the Image Devil's Do uh, press books. It's good stuff. And really dig the IDW stuff. That's good stuff, too. I'm a big fan of DC's... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> he said, I'm a big fan of DC's older war books like G.I. Combat and Sergeant Rock as well. I've read a couple of Sergeant Rocks. I really haven't doubled into the G.I. Combat. Yeah. It's too grown up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like some of the, the stuff. The Sergeant Rock stuff, it's okay. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It, I'm getting a little bit more interested in checking out that Men and Men at War that's coming out. Oh, okay, from yeah, DC yeah, from DC, yeah. I want to check it out. I mean, I'm going to be getting the first issue anyways, but right. uh, I just want to kind of check it out. Uh, he says along along the way we've started sketchbooks. Mine is strictly Joe, and my boys' books are a hodgepodge. We've also started collecting original pages too. All of it's wow. posted at comicartfans.com. That's where it gets expensive. Yeah, the and he's got pages. he's got some Robert Atkins. Pages. Nice. So, congratulations, uh, Robert. You sold some stuff. <laughs> so, if you want to, if you want to check out his, I wish I had original Robert yeah, Atkins page. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd have that framed you, and put up somewhere. Yeah. You and me both. Um, so, Robert, hey, if you're not doing anything, <laughs> if you got some pages laying. If you around. got a couple of extra ones laying around and you scrapped on or you know doodled on or give Chuck one with the female dial tone. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> I'd still hang it up, but that would suck. So anyways, and put the Hulk in there. <laughs> oh, that would really suck. But so, I'd still hang it up. All right, so anyways, hit, 
this is it's kind of a weird address, but I wanted to make sure I, I said the yeah, address. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, go ahead. So here's the his uh, original art that he's collected. Okay. It's uh, www.comicartfans.com slash gallery details dot ASP question mark GCAT equal 53505. Oh my god, dude. Can you make it any harder? <laughs> Well, no, it, it, comic art fans is like a big website I, I know for people that collect yeah. Yeah. art pieces. So this, holy is, this is like his detail of how you, you find his stuff. So right. um, he put says, a link at your signature or something on the <laughs> forums. I know there was something for his blog spot or something like that. Or yeah, I, I, well, I went on the forum. It's kind of light though. Make it a different color. Well, Actually, I, it's not, it doesn't. Well, that's that something different. Oh, okay. I'm going to mention that in a second. Yeah. But the one that he gave the link for, for some reason, when I'd click it from the link that he provided, yeah. it didn't take me to his original art that he collected. So yeah. I don't know what happened. But um, but then I would like do it, I'd click on edit and get the original post, and it worked fine. So I don't know why it wasn't working. It's oh, okay. not something he did. It's yeah, something, yeah, it's it's something, something with a thread. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, any, he says, anyhow, enjoying the show and look forward to connecting here, uh, meaning the forums. You are always welcome. Sister. Now, his son's art. That I mentioned I checked out. Don't let your son listen to this podcast at least for no. another six years. <laughs> right. Um, I implore you. It's at, and this is without the WWW, it's just at uh, JT3FAN, so JT3Fan.DeviantArt.com. Much better. Much, I can remember that one. <laughs> that's where you can check out his son's artwork. Okay, very good. So, very good. Then we also have... And I'm sure it's great. It doesn't suck like Ryan said it did. It sucked <laughs> if the kid was 25 or 26, like I thought maybe he was. He'll get better. He's just oh, yeah. No, I'm saying he, it's good for a 10-year-old. He's just gotten better than that damn Darth Vader drawing you did. Well, I've been out of practice for a long time. Blah, 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 I've been, blah. I, I haven't drawn for 10 years. Yeah, before. and it shows. Right, exactly. I used to be good. All right. Just like you used to be an athlete. <laughs> I used to be an athlete. I used to be in some kind of shape. I used right. to be a single man that could go out and get laid, but right. now I can't. Right. So, anyways... um, I'm going to cut you off. I've got breaking news. Okay. While you were reading, I text messaged the ETM guys. Yes. Bill and Victor. Yes. I don't have Lucas's number. Lucas apparently didn't give me his number for some reason. Well, Lucas was bashing us recently. I know, Lucas. Way. You're going to have an ass whooping coming. You know what he now. said? He says... Just, he got his haircut and his beard all trimmed yeah. off. But he goes... His real, he goes real comic book fans don't read those property books. And what I want to say to him is, real comic book fan would read a book before he bashes it. And a real comic book fan would maybe have the guts to read a book where his heroes could actually die and don't come back from the yeah, dead. Yeah, what's up with, uh, what is it, what is your bone, chew, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't even know, chew a bone, what is that? <laughs> well, aside from that, but like, he reads a lot of Marvel. Okay, I, I can't bash that, Every, I love Marvel. Well, I understand that, but, you know, one thing you can say about Marvel and DC is the fact that their heroes die and they don't stay dead. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what I like that. bastards. <laughs> anyway, breaking news. Yes. Uh, I text message Bill and Victor, both kind of the same message. Uh, hey, uh, quick question. Where's my prize? I won a contest here. Uh, the champ. Right. Yeah. You know, and I get a response from Bill. He goes, this is all Victor. If it was up to me, you would not see it till next year. Laugh out loud. <laughs> nice. I will reply back, you bastard. <laughs> nice. All right. So a couple other uh, <laughs> responses we got. Text wag. Thank you, Bill, for responding to my text live during a recording. And I am texting you back, you bastard, as I speak. Are you done? Moving on. Well, I was already moving on, and as usual, you weren't listening, so... Go ahead, what? What? <laughs> Alright, so TextWag on iTunes. Okay. Left us a review. Five stars. 
He said, Thank you, sir. You are a gentleman. He said, This podcast is right up my alley. Anyone who is in their mid-30s can remember the G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Star Wars action figures from their childhood. Fuck yeah, they can. The discussions held on this podcast are the same as me and my childhood buddies have. Nice. So that's because cool. we're friends. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No matter what people say. Right. We might hate each other sometimes, but that's what friends do. That's what they do. Right. Uh, and then we got an email from Chris. The professor on the forum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, hey guys, Chris here from Obsessive Comics Disorder Podcast. I just wanted to let you guys know that in the upcoming months, I'm going to be getting so many IDW properties in part thanks to you guys. Looking You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look- How do you lead with that? <laughs> right. I think he's grateful. So well, then you're welcome. Sure. Uh, looking forward to getting the new TMNT series. Yeah, me too. We will be covering that on our oh, show. Yeah, yeah so, that's good stuff. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, dude, it better not suck. That fucking turtle book better not suck. Well, we moved on to Ghostbusters now. You did. <laughs> so anyways, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. Which, just to let you guys know, we've been hinting for a while. Here's the reveal. <laughs> Drum roll, please. That in October, we were going to do a spotlight on something yeah. related to the holiday. The holiday Halloween. <laughs> right. So oh, Hallow's Eve. We're going to do a spotlight on Ghostbusters. Hell Night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about the movies. Yeah. We're going to talk about the comics. Yeah. There'll oh, yeah. be a couple issues. Toys. So the toys. Sure. There'll be a couple, uh, the cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. Uh, there will be a couple issues of this new Ghostbusters run out by then. So we'll be Bill able to cover, Murray. we'll yeah. be able to cover those. We're going to talk about, we'll probably do a review on, I just recently. And got, I'm working on lining up Bill Murray. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not working on anything. We're going to try to get Bill Murray on a line. Um, if one, let's put it this way. If, if we get any of the actual. He's from Chicago. I'm if from Chicago. we get any of the Ghostbusters on the line, it's not going to be because of Chuck. <laughs> I'm going to try to get Bill Murray on the line. Um, Good. If you get him, I will applaud you. But I know I know you better than this already. I'm going to email his publicist, see what's going on. Right. Which means you're going to do nothing. Yeah. Because you're not even going to send an email. No. 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 I might get get the guy who did Bill Murray's voice in a cartoon. That would be cool, too. But you're not going to try that, either. I wouldn't be, no. He's probably dead. You're probably going to lose your mind. If I, I lost my mind when Larry Hale, we got the clip for Larry Hale. What the hell are you talking about? I'm going to say you're probably going to lose your mind if I actually am able to book one of those guys. I'd be cool, yeah. Right. But it's going to be because of me. It's not going to be because of you. (laughs) All right. If you actually would do something... Are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean, kidding you? Dude, how Tell me what you do. Tell me what you do. Tell me. (laughs) Uh, Tell me, what do you do? I read the books. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Sometimes Um, I'm afraid you're not even going to do that. Oh, come on. (laughs) I don't know. Tell me me what you do. What are you talking about? Well, you're you're calling me out on it. I'm calling you Did you not listen to the last episode? I interviewed Mike Costa. Did you not hear that? Who hooked up that interview? Oh, you did. <laughs> well, really, I'll give some credit to Chris, but yeah, I did. Well, yeah, Chris did it all. He, well, no. He, he laid the groundwork. He talked to the guy, he and then the I, had to, I had to actually contact him. All right. Hey. So. Hey, Mark Sumerak. More than you did. Mark Sumerak. Yes. Uh, writer for Marvel. Yeah. I'll try to get Mark Sumerak. Okay. He's in my comic book club. What does he do? Whoa, shit. <laughs> X-Men? You're not familiar with this? No, I'm familiar with him. I'm saying, what does he do related to our show? Oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could spell no, G.I. Joe. I'm happy to have him on. Sure. Don't get me wrong. All right. If if you want to hook that up, that's great. Well, you like X-Men. I mean, there's some people that like X-Men. X-Men. And I like Mark's work. I'm familiar with Mark's work. Yeah. I like his work. I'll try to hook that up for you. Great. All right. <laughs> Way to, way to stretch it there, talking to the guy you run into at a meeting anyway. We're pretty close. <laughs> right. Adam Bessignoni, another author friend we have. I could probably get him on. 
Dude, I could probably get him on. <laughs> he knows me. He, he would do it as a personal favor for him. Right. I think he'd do a personal favor for either of us. <laughs> and uh, speaking of, thank you, Adam, for loaning me those trades, um, those Star Wars trades. Due to my recent basement flooding issue, I have not read them yet. Yeah. But I will do so. <laughs> the trades are not flooded, though. They're not. They're, they're totally <laughs> brand new. They're, they're good. They are sitting uh, upstairs on my dresser, yeah. so they're good. Um, but anyways, getting back... Anyway, did you check eBay because I got to replace those? No. I'm just <laughs> joking, Adam. I'm joking. Um, Seriously, did you check eBay? <laughs> oh, jeez. So, anyways, but like, not the name drop, not the name drop, right? But I could get those guys. Oh. <laughs> who the fuck interviewed Megatron? All right, who did that? Who, I did. Who, you didn't do that. Who hooked it up? Well, you called the publicist. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the guy in the, in the seat there in the studio with Megatron answering the hard questions. You, you, where were you? You were outside, right? Because I hooked up the interview. I felt like it did enough already. Well, whatever. Who gave you the questions to ask Megatron? I think Megatron just asked his own question. <laughs> you did. Right. All right. So, are, are you done claiming... We're that done. You, what, what's going on? Are you, is Tex... Are you done what? claiming that you actually do stuff around here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got nothing. So, anyways, we're going to do Ghostbusters. Woo! Uh, we have a whole stuff planned for that. It Damn. should be a lot of fun. I know there's a lot of clamoring for Castlevania by me, too. Sure, me too. And, and you too, obviously. We both love it. And if we could squeeze it in where we might do it, but it might be tight. Well, it might be real tight. I'm kind of thinking it might be more appropriate to do it for next Halloween. For lovers. No. no. Next Halloween. We'll I don't do Ghostbusters really, yeah. this year. We'll do Castlevania I don't next year. Wait that long, though, because there's Why? some good shit. Because I really want those NECA Ghostbusters, <laughs> or those NECA Castlevania figures. Go get them then. I know, but... I've got the, the IDW comic run of Castlevania. I know, I know. I want to read that. I'll too. sit on it <laughs> until next year. You can buy the figures and sit on them until next year. <sighs> all right, all right. So anyways, Ghostbusters. All right. There's the 88 miles per hour uh, four-issue Legion series that was Ghostbusters that was really good. Yeah. So I've got that. Yeah. Um, there's a cool, cool current stuff There's a bunch of IDW, IDW stuff, yeah. so we're going to cover that stuff. It's going to be a it's lot massive. of fun. It's massive. It's going to be yeah. massive. It's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe a commentary. I don't know. No, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. There's a lot of good movies. <laughs> if, if we can fit it, we will. But I don't know if we'll be able to go that far. But it, it would be fun to do. Yeah, it would. It's um, All the one-liners in that movie are great. So anyways, he also... Getting back to Chris's email. Dude, there are so <laughs> many good books out now IDW is putting out. I understand. Ghostbusters, Turtle, G.I. Joe, we're Transformers. We're at 40 minutes already. <laughs> can we get on with Let's get back to what Chris said. What did he that, say? Oh. Oh my oh. god, I'm going to hit you so hard. For what? Because you're the one that's derailing are us. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> read it. you got the paper in your hand. Just read it. That's... I'm taking a drink. Okay, good. We'll make you shut up. Well, uh, if you as... read it, I mean, come on. What the fuck? Go ahead. Shut it. <laughs> as well as Star Trek. What? He says, I know you guys aren't into Star Trek, and I wouldn't normally be interested... What is he bringing but, up? He says, but it's, it's going it's going to be based on the J.J. Abrams movie. I don't even know So that I'm guy. totally in. Who's that? That's the new Star Trek that came out. He's also the, one of the writers uh, of, like, Alias and all... He's done a lot of stuff, dude. He's good. J.J. He, Abrams is really good. That's a, that's a profile question we asked I'm still not. Here. I'm still not going to pick it up because I don't like Star Trek. Right, thank so, you. So, anyways, did, he says, did you guys get any San Diego Comic-Con stuff? Either from people you know or from deals before, after the show on websites. No. No, not yet. Um, Maddie, Maddie on, on Monday yeah. is going to have their after well, the convention. What day is Monday? The 31st? August 1st. August 1st, yeah. Yes. Um, so um, so I don't know. It's it's like we knew of some people that were going to the Comic-Con, but we didn't know well enough to, to say, hey, can you piggyback pick this up or for ask me? for right. stuff. Because yeah. 
I don't want to be that guy who gloms onto somebody right. I barely know. But nah, I didn't really buy anything that I could have bought. I mean, eh, I got a lot going on with this basement shit. Yeah, so. But I know Maddie, like you said, on the first, they're doing right. their sale. HasbroToyShop.com went yep. the day after. It went on Tuesday. That's, and they, yeah. Yeah, but they the sold Tuesday out of the yeah. Joe Sky Striker, right. which was the Starscream. Right. Cobra they sold Commander. out pretty quick of that. Uh, they sold out of the Revenge of the uh, Jedi. Uh, twelve pack thing. with the Death Star display right. and yeah. the Colt Slither Zorana. Yeah, that was really so. quick to sell out. Um, so, anyways, uh, he says thanks again for the great show. Can't wait to hear more, Chris, the professor. Uh, and then, yeah, his, thanks. Just and, don't make your question so long next time. <laughs> well, I got it was like twenty minutes, right? <laughs> That's because of you. I know. <laughs> the, uh, I love that guy. Anyways, get and, back to those Friday action figure review things on YouTube. That's great. Jesus Christ! What? Let me finish what he had on here. All right. Go. <laughs> so at the end of his e- at the very end of his email, yeah. he had a quote which I think you'll appreciate. It said, "Roads where we're going, we don't need roads." Back to the future. Oh yeah. Awesome. So uh, and then a couple of new countries: uh, United Arab Emirates. We had listener in, uh, which is I believe used to be the old Kuwait. All right. Uh, at least that's where it looked like on the map. All right. And then Peru. Nice. So, that was cool. All right. Um, then we had some questions come up. We are balling out of the U.S. Yep. <laughs> so Straight balling. So, these were questions I put out there. Hey, does anyone have any questions? We're going to record yeah. tomorrow. I don't even know what uh, that means, but it's Geek, cool. Geek Gazette yeah. actually uh, provided some questions. All right, sir. Go ahead. So ask the questions says, and I will answer them. So, he says, how much wood can a woodchuck chuck? A lot. <laughs> Next question. So, I, well, I actually looked up the answer. <laughs> There's an actual answer to this. So, yes, if your abacus is ready, folks, it's complicated. Well, here's the thing. First off, there is an actual answer to the rhyme. Go ahead. Which is, a woodchuck would chuck all the wood he could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. True. That's how it goes. This, this is what makes us, a, makes us good. This is the quality podcast is that I can say what? a tongue twister like that. Yeah. And not mess it up. Not mess it up. That's good. I just mess up everything else. Word. <laughs> so, however, there was a paper done. Here's the geek question. <laughs> you ask the question, you're going to get the answer. All right, here you go. Pay attention. So, here. the paper was called The Ability of Woodchucks to Chuck Cellulose Fibers. Which is what? Which was by P.A. Paskovich and T.B. Shea in the Annals of Improbable Research, Volume 1, Number 4, Pages 4 through 9. If you guys have it, read along. It's <laughs> July. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? July slash August of 1995 is when they did this. Okay, so it's and they concluded yeah. that a woodchuck can chuck 361.9237001 cubic centimeters of wood per day. That's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> so All take right. that, put it in your pipe, and smoke it. There's your answer. Then he woodchuck asked, "Could chuck wood?" Right. Then he asked, "What is a Vinicius knit?" I don't know, pastry. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? It's from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Of course they're real people. Stuff and nonsense. No, Oompa Loompas. From Lumpaland. Lumpaland? There's no such place. Excuse me, Mr. dear lady. Mr. Wonka, I am a teacher of geography. Oh, well, then you know all about it. And what a terrible country it is. Nothing but desolate wastes and fierce beasts. And the poor little Oompa Loompas were so small and helpless, they would get gobbled up right and left. A wang doodle would eat ten of them for breakfast and think nothing of it. So I said, come and live with me in peace and safety, away from all the wang doodles and horn swagglers and snoz wangers and rotten, vermicious knids. Snoz wangers? Vermicious knids? What kind of rubbish is that? 
I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. Okay. Uh, which I knew. I love hey. that. Love that movie. Pastry kind of fits um, then, right? And just Chocolate. just so he knows, yeah. it's it's actually Vermicious Canid. Uh, he had Vinicius Canid. Um, Correcting the man's spelling. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. That's what I do. Okay. Um, so, anyways, welcome to the club. He corrects me all the time. <laughs> Here's, and again, he asked the question. I'm providing the answer. <laughs> There's no question too dumb, apparently, on this show. Right. Go ahead. A vermicious canid are fictional species of amorphous aliens that invade the Space Hotel USA in Raul Dahl's uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. They are also mentioned in the 1971 feature film adaptation of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, except on this occasion they are referred to as being one of the species of animals that inhabit Loompa Land. Well, okay. Okay. In their natural form, <laughs> vermicious canids are huge, dark, egg-shaped beings that are quite at home in the vacuum of space. Their homeworld is the planet Vermes, a fictional planet located, as stated in dialogue, 184 billion 270 million miles away from Earth. This would place it at 52 times Pluto's distance. Okay. <laughs> They're Which is one... no longer a planet now, but it was when I went to school. What the right, fuck is exactly. that about? Seriously, it's a planet. <laughs> Their one weak Move point on. is that they show that they are show-offs. They cannot resist shaping themselves into the to spell the word scram, the only word they know before they attack. Nice. Willy Wonka knows that this in, uh, this interval is ideal for escaping an encounter with the Canids. Wow. Yeah. When Nestle created their interpretation, oh, crap, there's of, more. Yes. When when Nestle created their interpretation of Wonka's world to sell chocolate bars under the name Wonka, they released a number of downloadable flash games. In all these games, Canids seem to have the have entered the factory and have the appearance of flying green blobs with single red eyes. The entomology of the name was not. Provided by Dahl, and the vermi- uh, vermicious canids are mentioned in several other Dahl stories, such as James and the Giant Peach. Okay. And the Minpins. I've seen none of those. Right. I wasn't familiar with the Minpins, but I am familiar with James and the Giant Peach. I'm a huge fan of Willi- uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the movie. Um, yeah, the the with uh, Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah. I like that one better than the Johnny Depp one. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin, traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy. Explanation If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it No life I know to compare with pure imagination Living there you'll be free If you truly wish to be If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it 
want to change the world There's nothing to win There is no life I know To compare with your imagination Living there You'll be free If you truly wish to be Ah, you too. But the Johnny Depp one's more in line with the book. Book, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember the the fat guy that's uh, Veruca's father. Oh, Veruca's father. Uh, He heard... He heard uh, Gene Wilder, who was Willy Wonka, saying, uh, mentioning uh, vermicious canids, and he goes, vermicious canids? Yeah. Um, so that's where that came from. As soon as I saw it, I knew what it was, but I was like, I wonder if there's actually information about them out there, and sure enough, there was. So, well, hey, I'm he, glad you found it. So he actually asked, so... Don't ever ask again. <laughs> you ask stupid questions, you're going to get answers. <laughs> yeah. So he also wanted to know, why did, uh, why did Batman choose something dark and scary for his identity, but named his partner after a brightly colored bird? Doesn't it seem odd that he put the kid in bright colors that would make him an easy tar- target even at night? Well, I actually kind of knew part of the answer to this. Yeah. Um, Batman didn't name Robin. He kind of named himself. Right. Robin named himself. Yeah. And the reason Batman chose the bat is because it's fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, come on. Batman. Well, well, he wasn't asking about why Batman chose Batman. He wanted to know why Robin well, he would chose choose. so dark. Yeah, and right. Robin would go the light. Basically, Dick Grayson wanted... To counteract Batman by being the light in the light in the dark in yeah. the darkness. So, and if you watch the movie, what was it? Batman Begins. It kind of had the whole thing of why he chose the bat. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking. I thought you were going to be talking about why Robin chose stuff, stuff no, in, no, no. in the Batman and Robin movie, which no, was no, horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then he says, "Who would really win in a fight between Batman and Superman?" Superman. Yeah, he said the correct answer is Superman, in about and because in about. One zillionth of a second, and he'd do it from orbit. In real life, yes, Superman would win yeah. because he's quick. He can do it from a distance. Right, There's but all that I type think if you have the everything into consideration, you may have to lean toward Batman because I don't think Superman would actually kill. Right. And I don't think Batman would actually kill. No, he won't either. So it might be a stalemate. I, I think the Joker would beat him both. <laughs> now he'll the, kill. Now here's the thing, He's though. Killed Jason. In Todd. the comics, in the comics, <laughs> yeah. Batman has won several times. Yeah, yeah. But because they, they do that because guess what? It's a Batman comic. <laughs> well, no, not only not not just that. <laughs> yeah. But because Superman just needs a little green rock to weaken him. Right, and again, where Batman doesn't get weakened. So, but again, I mean. Honestly, I you have an alien with superhuman powers right. and, you know, I get blow that. him up. And, but you have to understand, also, Geek Gazette does not really care for Batman when he's over the top yeah, that Batman. I don't, get. I don't get that either. I love that. I like that when it's needed, when I'm just reading a Batman comic or a detective comic. I, I don't, like my Batman I like him, giant I like See, I like him to be street level. But when, I'm reading, level. but when I'm reading him in JLA, I like that he's, you a know... Prick. Well, not so much a prick, but yeah. that he's... He's this larger-than-life character because he's like around it, there with larger-than-life characters. Sure. So it has to be right. Uh, he says, "Why do snakes?" <laughs> right. He says, "Why do Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow kick so much butt?" Duh. They're ninjas. Ninjas. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next question. Moving on. He said, "Who is your favorite GI Joe, Transformer, DC character, and Marvel character?" You want to go, or you can go. Okay. Uh, Marvel. 
Spider-Man. Okay. Obviously. Love Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, DC. Batman. Okay. Uh, Transformer. Megatron. Okay. G.I. Joe character. If I'm going... If you're counting G.I. Joe with Cobra or just G.I. Joe? I don't know. He's just a... If we just, he just said G.I. Joe. Joe. Yeah. Um, I've always had a really special place in my heart, fondest memory for Flash because it was the first G.I. Joe I got. Okay. But my favorite one's Duke. Okay. And you'll start hearing... You'll start knowing why we debate so much in a moment. <laughs> because my favorite G.I. Joe is Flint. Obviously. Which is why we always argue. The wrong choice. Go ahead. No. And my favorite Transform. Transformer is Optimus Prime. Which I like Megatron. Go ahead. Right. Uh, my favorite DC character is Green Lantern. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, screw you. Sorry. What? Uh, and my Ever. favorite my favorite Marvel, 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 Marvel my favorite Marvel character is Cyclops. So wow. I like the X Men. I like Cyclops. Oh, that's another thing the to X-Men's. bring up. That's another thing to bring up from the Costa interview. Oh yeah, what about it? He was saying. He goes, oh, no, he goes, no, (laughs) he goes, he goes, oh, you gravitate to the leader. Oh, yeah, he called you out on that. No, no, no. I loved it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. No, he goes, you like the leaders because you're a follower. Because you're a follower, yeah. And I hear that. And it was so awesome. He fucking pegged you. And it's so wrong. He pegged you. No, he did not. That's what I'm about to say right now. You know for a fact that I have a lot of leadership roles at work. I'm constantly, like, in charge of a few different... Areas. You're like a fucking sheep. No, I am not. <laughs> I, I actually have. All right, all right, I actually right, have right. leadership roles at work. I've seen it happen once yeah. or twice. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. So, make your I, point, sir. Make your point. It's I ident- bad for me right now. I identify with the leaders, and that's why I gravitate towards. You do. Towards you them. do. Yeah. So, well, if if you just because you like leaders doesn't mean you are a follower. If if I gravitate more toward the villains and bad guys. Does that make me a murderer or bad? You at least have those thoughts. I do. <laughs> I would kill. So, all right. <laughs> Edit that. So, we did have some uh, voicemails. Yeah. Uh, all from Chewy. Oh, okay. Well, if it's like from like Victor, we'll play that again tomorrow or something. <laughs> no, we didn't have from Victor. But we did have some from Chewy. We had several from Chewy. Hey, I'll tell you what. Victor has not responded to my text yet. I only hope he, for his sake, he's sleeping. Because <laughs> you don't ignore me. Okay, you don't that. put baby in a corner. I wish I could put you in a Shut corner. <laughs> Alright, so I am going to play Chewie's first voicemail. Alright. He left us five. <laughs> nice. Most of them we don't really need to respond a whole lot to. <laughs> yes, we do. But here, here's Chewie's first voicemail, which was before he got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Ryan and Chuck, what's up, dickheads? I am sitting next to Patrick. And we are getting hammered. Where the fuck are you guys? All right. Imagine I'll call you guys later. Wait. Wait. So you, you can't uh, totally make yeah, it out. Yeah. But uh, Pat and Patrick in the back was calling us nerds. Yeah. <laughs> nerds. Which nerds. He, he's, he's one also. Yeah. He's, he's this is a guy who listens on to podcasts about science. I don't, listen, <laughs> I don't listen to any podcasts about science. Like no. he actually looks up physics podcasts. Yeah, he's that's, and listens that's to that's a whole different. And he's level calling of he's calling us nerds. That's a whole other level of dorkdom. Yeah, but to answer the question where we were, we were invited to right. meet to go these hang guys out, with out them, right. hang out with them, grab a few cocktails. You couldn't do it. You had a meeting you had arranged to. I couldn't do it. I was watching the kids, and my wife went to her um, 
gym yeah. and worked out. So if we you could make if, it, if you let us know, other than three hours beforehand, right? No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> no. In all five. seriousness, I had, about five. Yeah, I had I had something scheduled that day. If I had known like a day or two beforehand, yeah. I probably could have made it. So yeah, I, and and consequently, we did ask them both to come and sit in on the recording today. But they had plants. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we definitely got to get our drink on. Right. Which is awesome. All right. So uh, then they call, they kept drinking. Nerds. And they, they left us another voicemail. Fuck yeah, play it. Douchebags, it's Chewy. Uh, I'm sitting at Penny's, where you guys should be. And I'm watching. I just saw. I, I can't even. I couldn't even make it up if I tried. I, <laughs> I just watched a Mexican dude give the Hail Hitler to a Japanese. <laughs> and Chuck, here's your drunk email from Chewy. Are you John Voice? And once again, Pat's calling us nerds in the background. Nerds! <laughs> um, so. So. so I think now we're going to offend the <laughs> Japanese and Mexicans of the show today. So a Hispanic guy gave the Heil Hitler symbol to a Japanese guy. I, okay, I, Germans, Jewish, uh, maybe we didn't offend the Nazis on this one. <laughs> well, here's um, here's a funny story for you. Yeah. Um, Where so did that even come when from? I was in, when I was in what co- bar are they at? When I was in college... Yeah, here, here um, we go. I, here I, comes I, another skeleton out of Ryan's right. closet, oh, guys. It, it very much is. Pay attention. It very much is. So I'm in college, and I lived in this dorm called the International House. Of pancakes. No, just International House. That would have been cool. And what it was is it was a chance for international students to mingle with American students. Oh. You, shared, you shared suite rooms. You so you had that. So you had a... a Bed, uh, you had a living room, and then you had bedrooms off of that. So this yeah. way, everyone could have their own bedroom. Kind of like, um, say, by the Bella College. Yeah, was. exactly. And yeah. this was college, so same thing. But we but had you weren't Zach. No, I was cooler. No, <laughs> no, sir. I was more no, like, you were not. I was more like Screech. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, but he went to school. Hey, right. Hey. So anyways, he's uh, on reality TV. Now. We had a couple uh, famous guy. We had a couple Asian students with us, and one guy was from Japan. And his name was Shogo. Really cool guy. Okay. He looked, he taught himself to play guitar, like, just by listening. And he was awesome. Obviously the man he'd get talent. Sure. He'd get drunk with you all the time. Okay. Like, he was a really cool guy. Saki. Well, the one night... Saki to me, baby! The one night he had been <laughs> drinking, and I had been drinking. Wow. And we started... Uh, the, the Experimenting in college? No, I don't no, want to hear what this no, is going. no, no, no. The topic of World War II came up. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And he's from Japan. I know where this is going. So he started telling me about how Hitler didn't think he was a bad guy. And I said, of course he doesn't think he's a bad guy. No bad guy thinks that they're a bad guy. And then I finally just... we And this argument went on for a while because it was like a philosophical argument. Okay? <laughs> Which are the best, especially when you've been best. drinking. Yeah. Sure. So finally I just cut him off and I says, you're just mad because your side lost. <laughs> wow! Oh no, you didn't! And he laughed his ass off. <laughs> no, you didn't! <laughs> He laughed his ass off. He found it very because you lost, and we beat you. Right. <laughs> so.
So that was Pat. <laughs> uh, for the record, I don't hate Native Americans. Uh, and here's the part. Wow, I, where did that come? Well, from? here's the part I really love with that voicemail. He openly peed himself. <laughs> well, well, that that was funny. That's hilarious. But he opened by calling us nerds. Nerds. And then he referred to something as someone playing Halo. Yeah, <laughs> the video game. That, my call friend, is an epic fail. That, you want to talk about irony right there. Yeah. Hello, pot. I'm the kettle. Right. So uh, Awesome. So, yeah. So, then they got more drunk. <laughs> and Pat called us back because he left he left Chewy behind. <laughs> Ryan and Chuck, it's Pat. I just left Chewy. We figured it out. I figured out what's been bugging me since the beginning. Why we always tend to agree with Chuck. Ryan. See, Chew's from Pittsburgh. I'm from Cleveland. And Chuck is from Chicago. We meet somewhere in the middle on most of our opinions. Where we have the big difference is, is Ryan, you played soccer. I'm out. See you tomorrow. Rack him. That's a great call. (laughs) I'm really trying to figure out the logic in that one. Let me break it down for you. Geographically speaking, right? Okay, we'll start at the top here <laughs> of our map and go to Chicago. In right. the middle would be Cleveland. Right. More east is Pittsburgh. Right. So we meet in the middle where we all live in the Cleveland right. area, which I'm from Cleveland too. Which is good that we meet in the middle on most of our opinions, and right. we meet in the middle geographically. Right. I'm there too. Live. I'm there too. But you played soccer. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> You're not one of us. You're out. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just agree with the rest of the world. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're out. <laughs> I agree with the rest of the world. And they're out. Hey, look. American football rules. I, it does. I love it. I'm a champ. Oh, jeez. I am the champ, and football is back, and I'm here to defend my title, and all you little whiny bitches out there who are thinking you're going to take the champ down, woo! You can bring it, because you know what? Dude. Because whether I'm styling dude. or whether dude. I'm profiling, dude. I am rocking it. Dude. I am going to win. Dude. I'm going undefeated. Dude, can you, like... Proclamation. Seriously. I'm going Dude, undefeated. Chuck. You will not be able to Chuck. get that. What? There's other people in the house. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jesus Christ. I'm going undefeated. Oh, my God. Undefeated. You heard it here. That's fine. Call but, me out. Jesus Christ. My neighbors are going to think someone Woo! Because I'm a champ. And the microphone only takes so much. Oh, it'll take a lot. My wife's going to come up here and scream at you, dude. Probably. <laughs> I almost, for a good I almost belted you there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. So, anyways. But that's that's why you don't fit in. You play real, Yeah. Well, real men don't have to wear pads. Wow. So, just saying. But when I hit you, snot don't come out of your nose. <laughs> right, because I'm tough. I didn't hit you that hard because I'm not wearing 
<laughs> so I'm just saying. It's called a slobber knocker. I'm just saying. I love football. Sure you do. I know you do. But I love playing soccer when I played it. So, right, well, and I played soccer and football. So I just when it came down to high school, when I had to choose one, I chose soccer. You chose wrong. I was a better soccer player than I was a football player. Sorry to hear that. Because I was a lineman in grade school. I wasn't going to be a lineman in high school. Not with that. Building. No. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of sports sections yes. here, um, you do root for the Cleveland Indians. You like them as your team. Mm-hmm. I do root for the Chicago Cubs. I like them as my team. Today, it was announced that the Chicago Cubs have traded Kosuke Fukudome to the Cleveland Indians for a pair of prospects. Nice. So, you got a good player coming on your hands. He's a good little batting average player. Not too much on the power. I think he's got like three home runs this year, but... And if I was good. if I was following baseball a whole lot, I probably See, I know care. I know you like football more than you like basketball, and then you go to baseball, right? So yeah, I know it's not that high on your. I still list, like I still like keeping right an now, eye the, on what the Indians yeah. are doing really good. They're about two games out of first yeah. place right now I behind s- Detroit Tigers. I so. still like seeing what's going on. Sure, I know you did. But that's why I'm letting yeah, you. Know. I appreciate it. Not a problem. All right, that's the sports section. So then, so then Chewy called again. Nice. So here's his voicemail. Star Joe's podcast. What's up? It's Chewy. Uh, let's see, I think I've gotten beyond my fit of laughing here. Uh, Patrick left me at the bar, spent the last two years talking, or two years, two hours talking to the lesbian couple that was singing at the bar this evening, and it was, uh, rather tremendous. And, uh, I just wanted to call and say that, uh, love the podcast. Uh, I don't really have anything comic or Star Joe's related to talk about. Uh, you know what? It would have been great if you guys came out this evening, but uh, we'll have to do it again next time. So I am uh, actually on the way to another bar here, so I don't know if I'll call you back or not. If I do, talk to you guys soon. If not, keep up the great work. Late. All right, so... And I love the fact that he doesn't let his friend leave the bar, <laughs> deter him from drinking. Right. <laughs> or talking to lesbians, because that's awesome, too. Right. Now, myself, personally, I love the lesbians. Sure. You, you have, have a lot of common. Common. Right, yeah. yeah. So. I saw that joke coming a mile away. <laughs> that was good. Um, you use some yeah, of the oldest, dumbest jokes in the world. But it's the greatest material. No, it's not. And while he was doing the voicemail, I did get a, a message from my phone here that uh, for a member Wolfman Z, Nick was trying to call me. Okay. And he has left me a message. Okay. So, apparently we got a call from Nick during the podcast and Bill from ETM. No Victor. And no I don't know why you package. don't turn off your phone when we're well, recording. Well, it's not vibrate. I mean, I don't You're not worse wow. than Bill. I'm not sitting here playing games on it or nothing. Checking, <laughs> I know, updates. but you keep interrupting the show. It's live updates. It's you... live updates. With what? <clears throat> we're going over phone messages. That's a phone message. It's from a listener. Are you listening to it right now? No. <laughs> then shut up. You want me to play the voicemail? No. All, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, so before all the drunkenness <clears throat> happened, yeah. I believe Chewie left us another <clears throat> voicemail before all of that. Oh, hey. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now. Gentlemen, it's Chewie. Uh, about uh, listening to episode 30, which is tremendous as always. Uh, super excited to hear that you guys are going back and re-reviewing or reviewing for the first time. Uh, the older stuff, the, the Hammer Run for G.I. Joe, which is my all-time favorite. Uh, Comic Run, the Transformers Run, which I've actually never read, so I'll be very interested to hear what, what those are about, and the Star Wars Run, which it's been a long time since I've read those. So uh, keep up the great work. Uh, I, I, I had a question for you that's, that's kind of off the board a little bit, but it, uh, it, was, uh, it was interesting to me. I was in a uh, local comic shop recently, and I was talking to a guy about the DC-52, the whole, you know, hey, we're 
rebooting everything. And he said that the whole reason that they're doing this whole thing revolves around the fact that the copyright for Superman is up. And it has to do with renewing the copyright and... And, and his contention is that this whole thing is, is nothing more than an event and nothing more than a legal play so that when the copyright comes up, uh, I, I don't know the exact details, but I was just wondering if you'd heard about any of that or um, it, it sounded very, uh, very interesting and actually, quite frankly, very plausible. Um, so, hey, keep up the great work. Um, not hammered right now, but, hey, I'm going out next week, so you never can tell. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Late. And sure enough, he did go out the next week, and he did get hammered because yeah, we, we got that one first. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, well, because this was a more yeah, serious topic, yeah. so I wanted to save it for the end. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard anything. I, I did hear about that because okay. in my comic book book discussion group, there is a member of the Superman Society, the yeah. Schmiegel and Schuster's Society. Schmiegel? Schmiegel. <laughs> that's the guy at work. Never mind. Um, you mean Siegel and Schuster? That's, that's what I meant. Inside work job. Wow. Um Hi, Brett. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, there's a guy from the society there, Superman Society, and he was stating something about that because um, they're looking to pay those guys out, obviously. Their right. family needs some... They don't need the money, I guess, but they're but looking to the copyrights coming yeah, out exactly. and all that type of stuff. And that's what they heard about them changing the uniform and the look of Superman a little bit. Right. So, But here's the thing. It doesn't look so much like what they created. Right. He was telling me all this stuff. I understand it, so. that they're, they could be changing the Superman look because <laughs> of that whole legal thing. Okay? That's not why they're doing the whole relaunch. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, think about it. All they'd have to do is <laughs> change his, Superman. Yeah, is change his costume in the comic book, right? Yeah. That or yeah, like you said, just relaunch Superman and change how he looks. You don't need to rechange your entire line because of it. The reason why they're redoing the whole line is because sales are way down and they need new blood coming to, in to, to get comics. Up, yeah. So they're doing this to try to bring new readers in and everything else. It's not, and also it's not an event. They've come out and said, look, as much as I think that they do have a back door, they've come out and said, yeah. we don't have a back door to this. It's, <laughs> it, this is it. Yeah. This, we're going with this. This is what the way it's going to be. And then it was funny, because I guess at San Diego Comic-Con, there was all these people on Facebook saying that they're going to go and protest the relaunch, and then I think like five people showed up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, there's not that many people that are really that upset about this whole relaunch. <clears throat> I'm actually looking forward to it. Right, I am too. I'll be getting a lot more DC books than normal. So. Yeah. So, getting into uh, getting into Comic Con uh, news, uh, let's uh, jump into as far as some some things that uh, highlights highlights things that came up in relation to our show. Yeah, I want to cover yeah. those things first. Sure, yeah. Um, so, first off, uh, Relativity Media's president of worldwide production, Tucker Tooley, is his name, uh, announced today the studio has optioned the feature film rights for Voltron. Nice. From World Events Productions, and will adapt the live-action big-screen version from the 1984 cult classic animated series. Uh, the project was brought to Relativity through their deal with Atlas Entertainment, and uh, they're the ones that are going to be shepherding the, the project. So Looks like we're getting a Voltron movie. Yeah. Uh, we are also going to be getting a Voltron comic book uh, coming out, and that's going to be done by Dynamite Entertainment. Okay. So, guess what? 
Voltron Comics. <laughs> Voltron is going to be uh, once that starts, assuming that it's not just based on the cartoon. Yeah. Because we haven't covered comics that are based on the cartoons or movies or anything like that. Yeah. But if this is a max spot, yeah, if this is just a fresh take on Voltron, we're going to cover it on the show. Because yeah. I'll be picking it up. <coughs> yeah. Um, then we also have... I know a lot of people be happy about that. A lot of people like Voltron. Yep. So. Then we have a book from Star Wars that's coming out uh, in the Old Republic time period uh, that they revealed at San Diego. It's going to be focused on Darth Revan. Okay. And his origin. Nice. So that's nice. going to be cool. It's a character I really like. Then, uh, 80s. Talking about the 80s. I love the 80s. A TV show that I think we both liked growing up is going to have a comic book. Do you know what show that is? Airwolf. No. No. What? 18. MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. Nice. Yes. Uh, Lee David uh, Slotoff is the creator of the TV series MacGyver. Uh, Richard gonna... Dean Anderson. That's the yeah. guy's name. Yeah. Yep. All right. I was thinking. Uh, and ima- uh, <coughs> at the image panel, they revealed that Tony Lee and Becky Cloonan announced their new comic written by Slotoff. So the guy that created the... The TV series is gonna is gonna work on this. Makes sense. Um, and he's been trying for a while to get MacGyver uh, a MacGyver film done. And so they were like, "What they better- did, MacGruber?" Right. <laughs> they were like, "What better way to get a movie going these days than to show some a current punk, stuff yeah, with sure. comic books?" Yeah. So it seems to be the craze. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, That's what the kids are doing. <laughs> Xbox 360 is gonna have saw that. Yeah. It's gonna have an R2D2 C3PO unit. Where the main Xbox unit is going to look like R2-D2, and yeah. the controllers are going to be shiny like C-3PO. Yeah, I know you're going to be all over that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't need a new one, but maybe my old one will break. <laughs> maybe you can By accident. Check the old one. By accident. Yeah. Do you have the, the old white one or the black one? I have the old white one. So. <coughs> all right. Um, so, anyways, uh, then we have uh, Chief uh, Operating Officer, or Chief whatever, Creative Officer. That's Barnabas, yeah. Chris Ryle uh, with IDW spoke about the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He directed the audience to Tom Waltz, who spoke about the involvement with the project. He said, uh, they said, we really were excited to get Kevin Eastman involved with this. We almost just wanted to publish Eastman's layouts because they looked so cool. Right. Uh, Waltz uh, joked about working with Eastman and how nervous he was to work with the one that was the creator of the Ninja Turtles. He remarked, we are reintroducing the Turtles to the world. He liked everything we had to show him. Kevin and I have one thing in common. We both like the grittier elements of the Turtles. So we're going to get a grittier version. So that's I, awesome. I, I like that in the comic book. That's what yeah. I want to read. Yeah, absolutely. He says, so you'll be seeing a lot of Casey Jones as well as some new characters. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, also related to our show, let's see here. We've got uh, several slides were shown of Eastman's layouts to, of the covers of the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I know previews had some covers yep. shown, so that was cool. And Ryle announced that IDW would be bringing back the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtle micro-series as well, each one focusing on an individual turtle. I'm not as familiar with the micro-series. Yeah, what it was was there's like a four-part issue. It was called just Donatello or something like okay. that, where they did a four-part story featuring that turtle as a main lead. Cool. Sometimes the other turtles weren't even in the book. Nice. So it, it was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. The new Transformers editor, Carlos Guzman, because Andy left, yeah, uh, recapped that the ongoing Transformers series bi-weekly for the Chaos Theory arc in number 22 and 23 with James Roberts and Alex Milne. Uh, number 24 will, uh, will be Mike Costa, James Roberts, and Livio Romadelli uh, with the Chaos arc, which will have the Transformers going back to Cybertron where things quote-unquote get crazy. 
Uh, it's chaos. Right. <laughs> Number 25 will be the police action arc with Mike Costa and Brandon. Uh, IDW revealed that number 125 is the total of all the IDW Transformers comics published. They revealed the issue will be titled, ready for this? Yes. The Death of Optimus Prime. I fear the wounds are fatal. Absolutely shocked the crowd that was there. Nice. Um, please, we're gonna kill him again. <laughs> please, please don't make me cry again. <laughs> yes, I'm very sad about this. <laughs> I'm actually okay with it. Yeah, I figured you would be. I like Prime. I mean, you know, yeah, he's cool. How cry. can you not like him? I, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna cry, but yeah. I, I might cry. <laughs> I just want to see Megatron blast his punk ass I, again. You don't know if that's how he's gonna die. I just, I'm hoping. <laughs> One can dream. And you need to rewatch that movie because he doesn't really blast his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's. They a both kind of almost die. <laughs> but who dies? Right. Well, right. Megatron was going to die if Unicron right. didn't run into him, so. Uh, and then Me- Megatron actually does die. Galvatron's reborn. So It's basically the same. <laughs> so, anyways, IDW also announced a digital exclusive comic called Autocracy. Which will be an eight-page comic release bi-weekly. Hypocrisy. Well, it's, it's like this it's, show. It's Transformers <laughs> autocracy. Yeah. So it's going to be a Transformers comic, which is going to be eight. Each one's going to be eight pages. I don't know well, what the cost. Mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the cost will be on it, <laughs> or if dollar. there, or if there even will be a cost. Maybe it's just like free. And I'm kind of something. hoping. I'm also kind of hoping that once it's done, maybe it'll be collected in a trade or Maybe something like that. Big giant yeah. Thing. Or one big giant 22-page issue. Right. <laughs> that could be two. Um, IDW announced after number 125 there will be two brand new ongoing series. Yeah, so more money to spend, guys. Transformers Robots in Disguise yeah. by John Barber and Transformers More Than Meets the Eye by James Roberts. Wow. Uh, these will not be a series reboot and will pick up after the events of Chaos. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I don't know either. But I'm, I'm interested. Maybe it's going to be uh, one book takes place on Earth while one book takes place on Cybertron. Well, I'm sure that's maybe, what it is, but I don't, I don't know what they mean by that it's not going to be a series reboot. Like, yeah. I don't know how they're going to continue with the numbers. Smells like a fucking if, reboot to me. Well, what I'm saying is I don't know how they're going to continue with the numbers if they've got two books. I know. I don't, yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be more than ETI 1 and, you know. Yeah. Is it going to be like 120, like the next issue will be 126A and 126B? I think it'll be 1 and 1. Well, that's what I would think, but they say it's, it's not a reboot. Well, maybe it's not a reboot where... Of the characters, Numerically. Maybe. Or maybe it's just not a reboot of the story, or the characters, like, we're starting all over again. Yeah, it's going to be continuating of the story, but your numbers are going to definitely start over again, I I believe. So, uh, Mike Costa's run will come to an end with chaos, which is sad to hear. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess Um, he's got bigger fish to fry over at DC. Right. But he says everything he's been building to will culminate with the chaos arc. Yeah. Uh, This will... This was the story that he had to tell, and it was time to hand it off the Transformers to a new creative team. He, however, will stay on Cobra. Good news. So, that's good. That's good. Uh, on the G.I. Joe front, the biggest announcement was after the Cobra Civil War, there'll be an arc called Cobra Command, 
Yeah. Featuring the first mission of the new, yet, still yet to be revealed, Cobra Commander. Okay. Uh, in regards to Transformers number 81, which would have been continuing the Marvel run, Chris Ryle said that there wasn't enough interest in to pursue it during because uh, during BotCon he did a poll with the attendees and fans seemed to want more animated comics as opposed to following up with the Marvel run. Yeah. Then at the very end of the panel. Chris Ryle pulled the rug out from under everyone and showed on the last slide, in quotes, it said, Furman and Wildman, Transformers number 81 in 2012. So they actually are going to continue the Marvel run. Nice. Uh, The room went crazy, and Ryle said that they have been listening to the fans on Twitter and fan polls, fan petitions, and are giving us what we want. The plan is to publish number 81 through 100, wrapping up everything Simon Furman had planned. Oh, that's good. So all the Transformers so, guys will be crazy, crazy with that. Right. Much like, uh, in in a lot of respects, not in every respect, but in a lot of respects, Simon Furman is viewed to Transformers like Larry Hama is, is viewed to G.I. Joe. Joe. Right. The Godfather. Yeah. I'm not as... I mean, I like Simon <laughs> Furman's work, but I'm not... He didn't do, like, every issue that makes me feel like he's equal to Larry Hama. No. But... No offense, Transformer fans. Right. Uh, Andrew Wildman does do good art. We've seen his yeah. work on covers and oh, stuff yeah, like that, yeah, so good. I'm interested in that. Sure. Um, so then we, they did ask, like, uh, in number 125, will Bumblebee become a prime? And Mike Costa said, I can't answer that, Senator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're, so they're kind of hoping maybe you will. That means uh, yes. Ryle did say that they have big plans for the character. A fan, him a, a fan asked if there are plans to wrap up the Dreamwave storylines. Ooh, that'd be cool. And another fan screamed, boo. <laughs> Throw that bum out. Right. Uh, the room laughed, and the panel said that there were no plans, unfortunately. Uh, however, they probably don't have the rights to it. Yeah, probably not. Uh, however, uh, Ryle teased at the very end of the panel, saying that there is plans for a Transformers G.I. Joe crossover. Ooh. So that'd be cool. Those are always fun. Yep. Some stuff I found on his tank tied into this information was Transformers Autocracy will be the first digital exclusive comic. It will launch in January. Okay. Uh, Nick Roche will be drawing on more than meets the eye. Uh, We're familiar with his work. They did say that Chaos is a good jumping on point yeah. for a lot of fans. Yeah, if you're not reading it, go ahead. Uh, more than meets the eye and uh, Robots in Disguise are both being worked on with regards to each other. Both teams communicating, so the stories will tie into each other and yeah. everything else. So I probably have to get both books. Right. right. Uh, current event: Cobra Civil War. They also I'm says just going to open my wallet and throw it at them. <laughs> they also said it's a good jumping on point. You know what? IDW at this point is in my wallet more than my wife. Sure. I'm just going to throw as, it out there as they should be. I'm just going to throw it out there. There's going to be a new artist of Will Rosado coming on to Joe, the GI, the main GI is it Joe Rosado book. or Rosado. It says R O S A D O. Sorry. Uh, Having a diverse group of artists working on Joe. So they're trying to bring some different. We're PC in the Joes again. Chuck Dixon's writing Snake Eyes, and artist Alberto Muriel's going to be on Snake Eyes. What? So not Robert Atkins. What? So. What's that about? We tried to get Robert on today, but he couldn't come on. (laughs) Conflicting schedules. So maybe he can let us know on the forums. Robin, give us a ping. Or maybe I can just ask him. Yes. What's going on? What you working on now? G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, start, will start a new storyline with issue number 170. Okay. Uh, some Arashikagi Ninja Clan action will be going on. <laughs> ninja stories. Right. Classic. Uh, starting with issues number nine of all the th- three other series by IDW, okay. uh, Cobra Snake as in G.I. Joe, all three books will do a crossover, Ooh. and all will be written by Chuck Dixon and Mike Costa with art by Alex Cal. 
Nice. Uh, More Than Meets the Eye and Robots Disguise will be continuing from the uh, from where Chaos left off. There's a reason why there are two separate books, but they cannot go into details on that. Maybe one's about Autobots and one's about the second. Maybe. I don't know. Someone asked about Spotlight on Cosmos. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, they All said right. they should read that one story arc that we had read a little while yeah, back. Where um, it was actually used. Yeah. Uh, asking about the movie adaptation of G.I. Joe 2, they think movie adaptations are less uh, appealing to people these days, but they, yeah, do, they yeah. do like doing the prequels, though. The yeah. prequel comics, so they might look to do that. Uh, they have a few ideas on the 30th anniversary of G.I. Joe. Hammett has some cool ideas and some specific ideas, but about a year out on that, so they're not going to mention anything now. Right. I mean, yeah, the dust is really just settling on the 25th anniversary. So. Right. They asked about Dinobots. People asked about Dinobots, and they were kind of non-committal as far as their answer, but they seemed to be fans of the Dinobots. Um, Most people are. They said, if you love the Wreckers, you will like More Than Meets the Eye because it has the same team, creative team working on it. All right. And then going into Star Wars comics. Okay. We have uh, The Wait is Finally Over as Dark Horse and Lucasfilm announced the arrival of Star Wars comics in the Dark Horse digital store. Woohoo! So you're going to be able to get all these digital comics of Star Wars. Darth Vader's uh, going digital. Some of the ones that are going to be up very soon are going to be Star Wars Legacy, Crimson Empire, Darth Vader, the Lost and the Lost Command, which we mentioned. Nice. Uh, episode four, New Hope, Jedi, The Dark Side, which we don't like. Uh, Knight <laughs> Errant, A Flame, and uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which we liked. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, the Clone Wars, The Old Republic, like the Blood Wars, of the yeah. Empire, and The Old Republic, Threat of Peace. Um, so it's kind of interesting because Blood of the Empire and Threat of Peace are actually still available for free. Um, on, on the website, yeah. so they might be free in this area yeah. also. Crimson Empire might be good if you guys don't have it to get it digitally, because we are going to cover it this year. We're going to do a spotlight on Crimson Empire. Yeah, because we got to get we got to get ready for Crimson yeah. Empire three. We're just saying. So we're just saying. throwing it out there. Let's see. Buy it. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. As far as other news from Dark Horse, they really didn't give a whole lot. They basically said... I have some news on Dark Horse well, about I, comic books. Well, I do, too. I'm just saying... <laughs> just saying... have been talking a lot. There wasn't a whole... Well, go, tell me what you got. All right. One second. Let me find it again. Well, I know where mine is. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, mini comics are returning to uh, Masters of the Universe by Dark Horse. Yeah. Uh, stories by Scott Toy Guru uh, Nightlake. There's going to be three of them. Okay. And basically how it's going to work out is they're only available with the three quarterly variants, mm-hmm. um, 2002 variants of the figures. So they're going to be packaged with those. And again, they're going to be done by Dark Horse. Cool. Um, Master we were talking about comics. Star Wars, though. But you said Dark Horse. Oh, okay. So I, I just throw Okay. You no, that's Dark good. Horse yeah. Comics, so okay. I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right. All right. Um, so when it comes to Star Wars, Dark Horse. Right. We've got uh, John Ostrander and Jan Dersema are working on a new project, which will be announced in October. It seemed like a lot of things were going to be announced in October. October, yeah. So I don't know, is it New York? Is it maybe a Star Wars is con it, or something? Well, is it New, new York, York Comic Con? Yeah. Is that in October? Um, yeah, I believe so. So coming soon also is an announcement of a new project being written by John Jackson Miller. So not only is he doing the Night Errant stuff, but he's also going to do another, another new, project. Yeah. Uh, also, That's cool. Yeah. Also a new project that Tom Taylor will be writing will be announced soon. Cool. Uh, they did announce that they have plans for Star Wars that will lead them into the year 2014. So they've got stories planned that far out. So the podcast lasting that long. Right. <laughs> there will be a time space in, uh, in bet- on the Clone Wars animated series between season four and five. Okay. So Dark Horse is being able to do a special comic storyline that will take place between those two seasons. 
I'm a big fan of the Clone Wars. So that's cool. Yeah, I like the Clone Wars. Uh, one of the Clone Wars comics is going to actually be turned into an upcoming episode in one of the upcoming Ooh, seasons. Nice. So they didn't reveal which one I because they didn't one, yeah. they didn't want to give away the storyline. Yeah, because they gave away this whole right. story. Yeah. But they uh, Lucas actually really liked one of the storylines, and so did um, Dave Filoni. It might be and, that last one. Yes, uh, I don't know. Three. Yeah, that's really know. cool. Yeah. Um, and then they were asked if they would be expanding on the storyline left from Darth Vader and the Lost Command. Nice. They responded that there is another Vader story coming, which will be done by Hayden Blackman, who's really awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, but they were not ready to release the title of it yet. Ah. So, uh, probably in October. In October. <laughs> <laughs> for that in October. They did say certain items are not allowed to be touched in stories like Yoda's species or his home planet. But then George can always change his mind right. because at one it's point Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi's home planet wasn't allowed to be discussed. But then George revealed it on like I think the Daily Show or something like that. Nice. Um, it was asked if any comics would be coming out relating to characters that were not Jedi or Sith, and they said the Agent of the Empire, which is going to be coming out, mm-hmm. uh, will be uh, following regular people. That you know there might be little cameos by Jedi or Sith, but it's going to basically be regular people. Uh, the new Knight Errant story will show Kara Holt working with Devil Squadron, which are regular yeah, people, yeah, they're regular soldiers. Yeah. Uh, when asked if there will be any stories done that take place before the Tales of the Jedi time period, where maybe we see the formation of the original Republic, uh, they responded saying nothing's planned for that time period, but there will be an announcement in October of a story planned that will leave everyone's jaw on the floor when they hear it. Wow. So I'm very interested what that could be. Yeah. So... Padme lives. Right. <laughs> what the hell? The comic book series will... Uh, oh, as far as the comic book series being done by Dynamite for Voltron, uh, the covers are going to be done by Alex Ross. Ooh, nice. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you like him. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then, uh, you, what else did you have uh, as far as some other things that you noticed from San Diego? Oh, I, well, I, I got a bunch of Masters of the Universe news here. Okay. Um, uh, it was announced at uh, Masters Universe Classics. They're going to be a large vehicle, the Wind Raider. Right. Price selling point on that's going to be forty bucks. Yeah. It looks super cool. Yes, it does. It looks just like the Filmation Wind Raider. Yep. I originally said I did not want to get that because I want to try to stick the figures just for space limitations. But that thing looks so friggin' cool. Yep. I might be tempted. <laughs> uh, they're going to continue on. It was announced. October, November, December, you know, uh, what they're going to continue on in 2011 as far as the figures. In October of 2011, the figure is going to be, uh, it's going to be uh, Flipshot, but they can't use the name Flipshot because now it's owned by Nerf. Oh, okay. So they're going by the, the English name, uh, Acarius, Icarus. Okay. C-A-R-I-U-S. Icarus. Yeah. Icarus, yeah. Um, it's going to have two heads plus a visor, so interchangeable heads on that figure there too. Okay. November 2011, we're going to get uh, Snout Spout, oh, yeah. the heroic firefighting elephant right. we're going to pass on. <laughs> but he does come with a sticker sheet if okay. you have the subscription. Okay. So if you had the subscription during that time, you're going to get the sticker sheet for your past figures if you left a mint on card. And they have like the Power of Grayskull or the Princess of Power stickers mm-hmm. or the uh, Evil Horde stickers to put on the other figures that came that didn't the horror have the stickers. stickers. The horror stickers. Right. Also in November, you're going to get uh, Battleground Evil Lynn, which is just Evil Lynn in the 2000X colors. Okay. One of the... Uh, two heads on that one, too. One of them's going to have the helmet on, and one's going to have the helmet off. Off, I saw so that, So with the white yeah. hair. That's pretty sweet looking. Right. Definitely want that figure. You're also going to get the big character beast at that time, uh, Swiftwind. Okay. She-Ra's horse. Right, right. Uh, filmation colors, so it'll be white. Yep. And with also... rainbow wings. Rainbow wings, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we know who'll be all over that. 
Chuck. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Chuck will be. No. But Bubble Power She-Ra 2, which is She-Ra 2.0, right. it's going to be the updated She-Ra with a new female buck. It actually looks pretty cool. Right. Uh, but Bubble-powered She-Ra back in the day was just She-Ra. It had like a, a bubble wand and you could blow bubbles for girls that blow bubbles. Right. But they just named it that as a throwback to it, but it's going to be like in She-Ra 2.0, which is the new female buck. Yeah. It actually looks pretty badass as far as a figure. I might get that yeah. one. Uh, December... I like, calling, I like calling She-Ra bubbles. Bubbles? Sure. sure. Why not? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> in December 2011, it's going to be a light month due to the holidays, which is good because you don't want three or four figures coming yeah. out at that time. So just demo, man. So you're yep. going to get Demo Man, which is uh, how they're trying to incorporate that is when Keldor was hit with the acid, Hordak merged him with Demo Man and came with Skeletor. Okay. So that's how that's going to be. So you're going to get Demo Man. Nice. January of 2012, we get the Sorceress. Nice. Finally. Finally. Yeah. yeah, the Filmation Sorceress. I know there's some uh, garbage about the coloring on it, about the, all the orange and stuff like that. Well, there was, all, there was... It looks good to me. They had to wait till they got the rights to the filmation. filmation. Yeah, stuff, I mean, so. it looks it looks good to me, so yeah. I, I like it. Uh, no complaints here so far, but I've just seen the little bits of it on... Yeah. And you're also going to get the Star Sisters 3-pack. $60 for that one, but it's three figures, and you're going to get Glory Bird. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. February, though, of 2012, you're actually going to get Fisto. Which I'm really happy about that figure. Okay. Uh, he does come with two heads. Uh, you're going to get the 2000X headband and head and, and the sword, the bigger sword that it came with. Yeah. And you're also going to get the original like, Triclops sword repainted right. purple that comes with the regular one. So that's cool. So you can make him look 2000X inspired yeah. or regular. I, can, know, I could do without a character named Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> you know who likes the Fistos, all right? All right. Now, Chuck, I like Fisto. Chuck's wife. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow! So, I didn't tell him. I swear to God. So what else? You now, got? Um, March of 2012. Uh, it's going to be a bigger month. You're going to get Cobra Khan. Okay. So that I'm, I'm excited about that one. You're going to get a two head variants on that one. A regular head from the classic, and you're going to get the head with the open hood from 2000X where he okay. sprays the mist. And it says it also comes with his little friend, which is the little... I bet he does. <laughs> Shut up, dude. I knew you'd say that. It's a little lizard that came with him uh, in 2000X. Say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. Do you want to play rough? Okay. Uno. Say hello to my little friend. Uh, so Cobra Khan's cool. Uh, Thunder Punch He-Man. Okay. Which you remember back in the toy was the one that had the... The cap, man. They gotta work on these names. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Yeah, okay, yeah, what's yeah. the Star Wars names? You got Fisto and Thunder Punch He Man. <laughs> well, because when you did the the twist action on him, he there's a, there's a cap inside. Sure. You didn't play with these toys as a kid. So no, I did. And he, he made pow sounds. Right. Like a cap I remember him. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, they're gonna do that. Obviously, he's probably not gonna have caps anymore. I'm just so saying, they gotta work on these names, man. <laughs> hey, it's a cool looking He Man, and I'm gonna get it. Okay. Uh, Drago Man. Uh, D-R-E, or D-R-A-E-G-O, Drago, Drago. He's a dragon. Drago, man, yeah. Uh, it's a new sculpt by the Four Horsemen. Yeah. It looks totally badass. Yep. I don't know too much about the there bio, is gonna the be, demos. There is going to be a Master Universe character based on a creation of Jeff Johns. I have that here, too. Yeah. I know you're excited about I that. I might have to get that one. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> and also in March of 2012, the Club Eternia figure will be Shadow Weaver, but you have to... I have a subscription to get the club figure. Or find eBay. Or find eBay. And it's going to be a lot. And this is the first time I've ever done a Shadow Weaver figure. Right. So it's going to be awesome. I do want to get it. There's a throw Now, is that a main character or is that on, like... Yeah, on or, Hordak, yeah. Or I didn't know if that was like a main character or if that was like an army of characters. No, the Shadow Weaver is a main character. Okay. It's like... I don't um, know if it was like troops called the Shadow Weavers or... No, 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 no. Okay. 
It's like it's like the, the female uh, version of the sorceress in okay uh, Etheria, like a, like a shadow realm for, type thing for Shira. She's yeah. the evil sorceress who put the spell on uh, Adora to make her think that she was like Hordax, and she did remember okay. being you know part of the royal family. Gotcha. But yeah, Shadow Weaver. It, it's a, it's a great figure. There's a thread on He-Man.org to to petition Maddie to. Give us a Shadow Weaver, uh, okay. not being a club exclusive because many people aren't going to buy the the club the thing, right? Club thing. So, I myself do want one. Uh, another big announcement was Mattel finally, like we said, has the rights to filmation stuff. Right. So that's good. We discussed the mini comics Dark Horse is doing. There's going to be a Create a Masters of the Universe contest, mm-hmm. where as you, the fan, can I saw that enter and create your own. I'm tempted. Well, to try. Yeah, we might do that too. That'd be great. Um, or I'll do. You do it. I was gonna say, what's this we? What's this we stuff? <laughs> show we. We hate each other. Um, you create your own character. You give him his own bio. What he looks like. Right. All submissions become the property of Mattel. Sure. So you you get nothing out of this other than say you created it. No problem. Say you and, didn't. And if so. you did an awesome enough job, you might get a job out of it too. And they'll say you probably didn't. You know how Mattel likes to yeah. people. But after, after you know after the contest, <laughs> they go, hey, you did a really good job. Uh, you think you could come up with a few more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I seriously doubt that. But hey, which will think it's happened. It has. It's happened. Uh, before. Also, Masters Universe thirtieth anniversary series. There's going to be six figures altogether in this. Uh, some of them were announced. Fearless Photog from the New Adventures. Yeah, suck. Drago Man, which is the new Four right. Horsemen inspired. Jeff Johns creation figure. Right, which is right up your alley. Two of them are Maybe. being created <laughs> uh, by Mattel. Right. So you're going to get two by Mattel, and the sixth one is going to be the You Create a Masters Universe right. contest figure. So those are your six 30th anniversary now, series. here's something that I mentioned to you, just speculation type thing. If this comes to be true, totally had no inside knowledge of this. Jeff Johns is creating a Masters Universe figure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why, unless, here's just a theory, Crossing that my fingers. maybe... Yep. DC Comics Say might it. get the right to Say do yes. Master of the Universe comic books. Woohoo! <laughs> um, I'm in. But there was something, some other company, though. Oh, Dark Horse had the right to do the mini comics. Yeah. So I'm like, well, could Dark Horse possibly be able to do the Dude, comics? Dude, I, I would love either one of the DC sure, comics. Sure, I'd, I'd like to see either one. But I'm like, why is Jeff Johns involved? And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe because he's the big name now? He's the big creator? But he's the big name for DC. For DC. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm not going to look at Force in the mouth, dude. I don't know. Maybe he's just a big fan and asked if he could. I don't know. Could be, yeah. But I'm just speculating that maybe we might see a Master Universe comic book come. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, A couple other things here just to highlight the Masters, and we'll round that out. Uh, They said that they are looking into doing large play sets, but nothing solid yet. So, uh, fortunately, no Castle Grayskull yet or Snake Mountain for us, guys. Granamir, going to be done. The Big Dragon. Mm Mm-hmm. 80 bucks. Wow. It's a lot to drop on that, but it's going to be massive, huge, and it's going to be red. Okay. So, it'll be red. Mechanic and Ram Man. Um, no plans yet for these two characters. Yay. Shut up. I hate them. I didn't like the Ram Man. Uh, I, again, you like Fisto also. Shut up, dude. Fisto, Ram Man, and Thunder Punch He-Man. Everything good and right in my life, dude. Everything. You just wreck it. I'm just saying, you got a theme going on there. I like Masters of the Universe. I love Masters of the Universe. And I'm not scared to admit it. You know, I, what, like, whatever. I like whatever. Masters of the Universe also. No, I'm whatever. saying they got to work it. on the names of these. <laughs> I like it. Whatever. I know you do. All right. Um, we already discussed the mini-comics. Uh, again, they're only going to be available with the three-quarterly bonus right. figures. Scott, Toy Guru, Nightly. 
he wants to make a prop replica sword for the okay. He-Man sword, uh, but there's really no way logistically to do it yet, so okay. that's, eh, he's kicking around the idea. And then they also have those uh, tumblers that are coming out. The, that, that's coming out, yeah. Uh, which are, are like, imagine the superhero, uh, super, superhero Squad, the Marvel ones like that, or Galactic Heroes and stuff like that, but imagine Master of the Universe, Universe characters yeah. done like in that We're, style. But it's going to be a little bit different because they're more beefier on top and their legs are really small. Right. It's a different style, but it's... it's the same kind it's of the, little that concept, idea. Yeah. It's meant for like little, little kids. Little toddler kids with right. hand, big chunky right. figure. Which you like get that. them early at Master Universe then. Yeah, and so. I don't know if they're going to be, because it hasn't been released yet or I haven't read it yet, where they're going to be a retail. Right. I would or if they're going to be a collector. I would think... Possibly both, but I would think retail. What I want to see is retail in a two pack like two the pack, DC yeah. for around eight bucks. Yeah, that'd be cool. I might be all over that if it comes. Right, I think they look kind of cool. I do too. So uh, at least the prototypes we saw. And everything, yeah, so. yeah, it was uh, He Man, Skeletor. Yeah. Uh, they had Beast Man, Faker, uh, they had Merman, they Merman, had Faker, they had and Moss Man, Moss Man, yeah, and uh, ah, fuck, Scarecrow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it also said the last thing was uh, the 2000X uh, lineup for 2012. Or I'm sorry, the 2012 lineup for Master Universe Classic is not yet finalized. Okay. So they they only got up to I believe what was it March of 2012. Yep. So it's not finalized yet. So there are obviously some more characters coming. So some other quick, real quick things. Uh, Marvel Legends is starting up again. We're going to see those starting in January 2012. Yeah. They're going to uh, the suggested retail price is going to be 14.99. So not too bad. Not too bad. Um, it's sticking around. But they said it depends. On, uh, final prices are always based on whatever the retailers decide to sell them for. Right. So they'll come Legos, out to Walmart and it'll be marked up. Legos have uh, acquired the rights to do Marvel and DC figures I saw that, in yeah. Legos. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Well, remember Lego did Batman a long time right. ago. Right. And that was cool. Yeah. So that's really cool uh, that we'll see that. I would love to get some of those You're going to get sets, some of those minifigs? But they are so expensive. Not even the sets. You could probably buy the minifigs. Uh, that would be cool. But I'd like yeah. to get some of the sets, too. What if they sold... Like if they had a Batcave... Yeah, they did awesome. a lot of Batman sets, too. That's what I'm saying. What if they did the uh, minifigures of the, the DC and Marvel? Right. But it was blind bag. So you just bought one, but you don't know who you get. That'd be cool. It's like Marvel, buying baseball mega cards. Mega Blocks or somebody that did that with the Marvel characters at one point. Yeah, it's like it's like buying a pack of baseball cards. You yeah. don't know who you get until you open right. it up. Would you so buy any of those? I'd buy like a pack or two just to see who what, you got. Who yeah. you got, but I mean, it's not you, something I would keep If your buying. favorite person, say, is... Cyclops right and uh, Green Lantern would you buy until you got those no no I'd look on eBay for one okay because you could probably get them cheap on eBay yeah it seems um, as we get older we get more cynical with that it's like I could just buy the one I want and be done with it as opposed to it's like, awesome the for thrill a kid. of the hunt and the finding well, it's a kid, the one it's, it's awesome more, for a kid yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome um, so now I remember they putting did baseball sets together and I was like I'd buy packs and packs and packs hoping to get the card I wanted rather than just right. go to the case and buy now, the they did card. a play set of Oa with the Green Lanterns, I might be all over that. <laughs> like, you could build out of Legos, yeah, a power uh, battery yeah. and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. Um, Alright, so a few other things here. Uh, DC Direct now has access to DC talent such as Jim Lee, and they're doing figures of the new Justice League yeah, characters. Yeah, I saw those. Those look pretty badass. Some of them do, some of them not so much. No, no, I the Batman one I like, the Aquaman I like, I even like the Wonder Woman with the tights. Yeah, the I'm not as big of a fan on the Aquaman one. And the Superman I like, I like the Superman one, but the Aquaman one, I didn't like how they did his hair like swooping like I that. I do, the wavy and yeah. the collar's kind of up a little bit I'm more. okay with the collar. The collar thing doesn't bother me. I, I don't like know why those. they feel like every character has to have the collar. Yeah, but whatever. I but like whatever, it. it doesn't bother me. 
Depending but, on pr- price point for those, what yep. twenty bucks, something like that. DC yeah, Direct. Yeah. I might get a couple of those. Um, the vintage Star Wars stuff they're going to have uh, in vintage <sighs> boxes: the Tauntaun, yeah, the Land Speeder, yeah, and the Y Wing. I saw the Y Wing. They also Toys have, Us. they also have a uh, B Wing that's going to be coming yeah. out in the vintage. I saw the Y Wing in our Toys R Us, and yeah. I remember I sent you a yep. photo of that. Yep. And the price point with that wasn't too bad. Wasn't bad. No. It was like what, forty bucks. Nope. Yeah. Bucks, yeah. It bucks. wasn't bad at all. Uh, they're also going to have the uh, vintage uh, carded figures continuing, and there's yeah, going to be a lot of that's them. That's good news for that. I was a big yep. fan of those. Uh, Transformers, they're going to have... Speaking of vintage yes. carded Star Wars, yes. you're going to be able to get the uh, Revenge of the Jedi yes. carded figures if you didn't buy that San Diego Comic-Con set. Right. The only ones you won't be able to get is Salacious Crumb and the Mouse. Right. But, but all, all the, the rest ones, of them, which I'm tempted to possibly... If I, I see it... I might get a couple and leave them I on the card. I might get like the Boba Fett one or something like that. Leave it on, card, leave it on the yeah. card, yeah. But that's good news. In Transformers news, yeah. Unicron as a figure. That's huge. Which looked awesome. It's huge. It, oh, yeah, it should be. Yeah, well, but yeah, it, sure. It, yeah. it does look awesome. It does. As far as some comic news. I wonder what the price point on that thing's going to be. I don't know. It's got to be over 100 bucks. It's got to be. I would think. I don't know. What does it transform into? A, a, rob- a robot and a planet. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Depends on how big it really is. It looked really it big. It looked really big in a yeah. photo, dude. Yeah, I know. And it transformed into a robot. It looks sweet. Put that Unicron up against a Voltron. Sure. Mega Battle awesome. of the Century. Sure. Um, so, some other comic book news. Uh, Action Comics number one takes Superman's flying ability back to the early Golden Age, uh, where it's somewhere between leaping and flying at first. It's, they did say yeah, at first. At first yeah. well, so, I'm okay with that, because he's supposed to be a younger Superman in Action Comics. Yeah. He's still developing his powers. Yeah. Somebody put so. on the forums, I forget who it was, and I do apologize for that. It may have been... Um, Chris, the professor, yeah. who wrote, he's not that big a fan of Morrison, and he, with action comics, he's maybe going to just buy the trade. trade. Yeah, well, it's because it's better to read Morrison stuff group and together, it, and that's what he said as a, right. as a group, which we did. And I, I read the Batman yeah. R.I.P. in one big lump right. trade, and, and I, I seem to enjoy it a little bit better like than it. what you yeah. did. Yeah, so, so maybe that might be the way to go. I, I, I don't like, know. I'm going to get the number one issue and check yeah. it out, but maybe that'd be one I just get in trade yeah. or something. Oh, one other thing when it came to toy news, um, they did have on display, and I want to make sure people. Didn't see see it on the forums. Know this? They did have on display at San Diego Comic Con the USS flag. Oh yeah. The However, yeah. they are they did put a sign up stating yeah. this is just used for a display. We are not in the process of making this vehicle. They're not making so, it. So, yeah. um, just wanted to throw logistically out a price point for a flag nowadays yeah. would be three hundred bucks yeah. at least. At least two three hundred bucks. Now, uh, when it comes to the X Men, just a real quick thing. Uh, they said for X-Men Schism, they said don't assume Cyclops is going to be around after Schism. Nice. Because everyone's assuming that one team's going to be led by Cyclops, one team's going to be led by Wolverine. They said don't assume that Cyclops Maybe is going to be around. Maybe they're going to kill him. Right. It could be. Your guy. I'll be sad. <laughs> Who but would be your favorite then? If it's done well. Marvel, who's your favorite after him? Um, I really like Havoc. Spider-Man. God damn it. <laughs> I really like Havoc. Are you serious? I like the X-Men, dude. Over Captain America and Spider-Man? I love Captain America. Well, he's your favorite. Sure. Go with him. He's up there. Yeah. Go with him. He's up there. All right, I'm just saying. You don't have to... There's some toys out you there. You don't get to tell There's me There's no Havoc I toys. You don't, yes, there is. Not a lot. Not a lot, but I have There's some. Captain America toys. Sure. Go with that. I don't, Patriot. I don't, like America. But here's the... I do. All right. But here's the thing. I don't have to be all mainstream. You're Mr. Mainstream. Mr. Mainstream? Yes. What are you talking about? Tell me you're not Mr. Mainstream. How? What don't you like that isn't... What do you like that's not mainstream? I like pizza. <laughs> That's pretty mainstream, dude. Yeah. Speaking of Patriots, newsflash, I just got a text message from Wolfman Z, you know, Nick, our friend here. Yeah. Chad Ochocinco was just acquired by the New England Patriots nice. in a trade. Nice. So he's going from the Bengals to the Patriots. Okay. And that's your sports update. Oh, Christ. 
Go ahead. All right. So uh, a couple other things before we get into our top five. At the State of the Industry by Marvel, uh, they said at San Diego Comic-Con that the endings of X-Men Schism, Fear Itself, and Avengers Children's Crusade are intentionally intended to coincide in the schedule. Uh, as they are all tied in with each other to some degree. The reason I mention that right. is because, remember, last episode I was talking about the Children's Crusade and how yeah. they look like they're bringing mu- mutants back. Mm-hmm. Evidently, I might be a little bit right. That yeah, that's actually you guessed impact. it, yeah. Um, that was the book with the, the titties hanging out. Yeah. They yeah. weren't hanging out. Dude, they were they were all but nip So anyways... That was a good book. Pick it up. Anyways, they were at Marvel, they were asked, how are you going to beat DC's new 52? They are, they and they are, said yeah. they won't be reactionary to what other people are doing. We kick their ass all the time. Oh. There's a reason they're doing it. They need to win a month. I thought that was oh. that was such a prickish thing to say. How do you like that, Keith? That was <laughs> that was a total prick thing to say. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's true. Be respectful of. Be respectful. Your, no, because that's not how you talk be just, smack. It's not going to just be one month. That's how you talk smack. This is why people don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have competition. Sure, and that's what it is. That's firing but, the first shot. But don't be a prick to your competition who you should be having a friendly competition. No! Competition's yes. not friendly. I don't want to see that friendly. Oh, I tackle you. Let me help you pick you back up. You know what? You know what? Fuck that. <laughs> you spit on his face and you kick him as you walk back to your huddle. No. That's what competition's you, about. You can have competition, no. but you don't have to be a dick about it. Yes, you do. You do. Yes, I do. That's why everyone's sick and tired of you saying you're the champ, because people are sick and tired of you being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> then beat me. The whole re- and the pe- and here's me. the thing the whole reason why I did beat you no the whole reason why I'm a champ some people do like hearing you say you're the champ yeah. and are not tired of it yeah is because they know it frustrates me yeah so they like hearing me being frustrated <laughs> it's not that they like hearing you say you're the champ whatever it works out both ways so anyways um, moving on couple a uh, couple things before getting our top five uh, yeah. one thing. Was oh when it comes to Green Lantern, Sinestro is going to be the Green Lantern in the main title book. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah. Hal's going to be down and out. How he, do you feel about he, that? He loses his apartment. He doesn't have a ring. His yeah. his old girlfriend cowgirl, uh, call sign cowgirl. She, him and him, her get in a, like a fight and everything yeah, else. Fist comes. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it, I, if it's a good story, I'm all for it. Now you're like... Uh, he'll get the ring back. You're like Bill from ETM with Kyle Rayner. Now no. nobody's got a green lantern. He'll get the ring they back. Give it to Ovin, they give it to uh, Sinestro. Yeah, he'll get the ring back. Yeah, eventually. I mean, come on. It's Hal. Eventually. It's also... What if it goes a year without him, though? And there's no Hal for a year. That's mentioned here. Well, he's in the book. It's just he's not a green lantern. Yeah, he's not. That's fine. If it's a good story, I don't care. All right. I'm just saying. I don't whine and cry, so... I'm just saying. If it's a good story, I'm all for it. So, Star Wars Blaster Shots. Haven't done them in a while. Yeah. I've been saving up because Ooh. I keep forgetting to do them. <laughs> so just a few things real quick that I saw in just everyday media type things. And I'll go from the most common thing to the craziest thing most I saw. Obscure. Okay, go All right. So a common thing I saw was on the show Community, the season finale. They had a two-part season finale where they had this big paintball game on campus. Okay. It was a college uh, show. Right. And the second part was total Star Wars theme. They had a crawl at the beginning. They had the one guy put on a vest, and he looked like Han Solo. Nice. They had uh, these guys come in that were professional paintballers to take out the competition, and they were all dressed <laughs> professional they, paintballers. They were all dressed in white and stormtroopers, like stormtroopers. Nice. Yeah, I mean it was it was totally done like Star Wars. So that was cool. Uh, another TV show, Chase. Uh, which is about the Texas FBI agents, and they chase down the most wanted. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is kind of a rookie there, and he's kind of getting better. Well, the one agent said, 
uh, while uh, he's actually starting to pull his own weight, and the main character goes, yes, the Force is strong with this one. Nice. So that was cool. Conrad's tires. Get, <laughs> okay. Getting obscure now. Uh, a couple months ago, or a month or so ago, had a sale on their tires. And this is a local, I think it's just a local company. I don't know if they're I, national. I, they might be. They might be national. Other parts of Conrad's country, tires. Yeah. They had tire wars. Okay. And they used the font of Star Wars to put up their logo of Tire Wars. Nice. So, uh, the last and the most obscure. The other day, I'm driving to work. Okay. And there's a white van in front of me. On the back of the white van, it's total plain white except for the very back on the two doors. You know, I have the two little windows on the back doors. Mm-hmm. There's uh, uh, X-Wing fighter jets there. <laughs> uh, one facing one direction, one facing the other. And an image of Boba Fett on the door. Nice. So I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. So those are my Star Wars blaster shots. So, Speaking of uh, Star Wars staying on the topic here, the one of the toys I saw coming out of Comic-Con I'm kind of excited about was the, the X-Wing and Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Yeah, the trench a, run. In a box set. So yeah. That looks pretty cool. Does look cool. All right, getting now let's uh, get into our top fives, our, our battle files. Battle files. Alright, so uh, we had Geek Gazette provide us a ton of top fives. Thank you, sir. Some of them we've done in the past. Yeah. So I'll probably post on the forum saying, hey, here's the ones we've done in their in older episodes, so he might not have heard them yet. There's probably one or two we're not going to do because we're not familiar with the stuff. I think because I think there was something like five favorite Buffy quotes. Neither one of us watched Buffy. Not a fan. Top five favorite hockey players. Neither one of us really watch hockey. There's yeah. There's not a lot of demand for hockey yeah. in this area. So um, yeah. So yeah. Um, I've I've gone to hockey games yeah, live. Yeah, I like yeah. hockey games, but and I watch them in the Olympics. But that's about I it. I was excited when the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. But he yeah. had uh, he had two top fives that we thought we would do because they didn't require any research, and they're on subjects that we like. A lot, which uh, is food. Food. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so the first one was top five dessert toppings. Okay. Uh, so you're number five for dessert topping. Uh, cherries. Okay. Whether it's a maraschino cherry on an ice cream or cherries on top of a cheesecake, I, yeah. I like cherries. I'm, I like cherries on top of a cheesecake because it's usually that syrupy stuff. I'm not a big fan of maraschino cherries. I like them. Uh, I'm, I'm just not a fan. My wife loves that because she gets to eat my maraschino cherries if we get like a sundae or something like sure, that. Sure, yeah, so, they're good, yeah. Uh, my number five would be uh, caramel or caramel, however you want to pronounce it. I like caramel. That's caramel. Well, that's, that's, that's some obvious. people pronounce it caramel. It's wrong. Well, that's fine. I pronounce it both ways. So. All right. So, it's, like, it's like a pecan or a pecan. Yeah, I, I eat pecans because I don't eat cans. I urinate. <laughs> Just saying, people pronounce it different ways. It's caramel, not caramel. I understand this. All right, good. Anyways, so I like. I, it. I, I, I like, like it. it. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> no problem with that. All sure. right. So number four. Number four topping for a dessert topping for me is um, ice cream itself. Okay. Big fan of pie. Sure. So put it right I on top. Put the ice cream on the sure. pie. Sure. Absolutely. So now it is a topping for my dessert. Okay. Ice cream. Uh, my number four was marshmallow fluff. That's good, especially for like a Sunday or something like that. Yeah. You put it in there. I used to make a uh, fluffernutter sandwich. Oh yeah, like that with peanut, peanut butter, butter white bread. bread. Yep. Yeah, it's just good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, number three for me is just uh, nuts. I'm not a big fan of nuts. I <laughs> love the nuts. <laughs> Chop nuts on a Sunday, or you yeah. can put nuts on top of like a cake or some roll of cake and yeah. nut, or pastries with nuts on them. Not, I love not, nuts. Not a big fan. Really? I don't like nuts. You allergic? No, I just don't like them. Okay. I mean, I like nuts, like to eat plain, like out of a can, like I get a can of peanuts or something like that. Sure, yeah. I love that. Yeah, but not nah, my dessert. Wow. Yeah, 
Just that's the way I am. Fucking weirdo. Go ahead. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, number three for me is strawberries or strawberry syrup. Like okay, yeah, it's kind of like the cherry. Yeah, thing. yeah, sure. yeah. I yeah. like that type of stuff. So yeah. Uh, number two for me is hot fudge. Okay. Whether it's on a brownie, on a piece of sure. cake, on ice cream, good. hot fudge is great. Yeah. My number two would be whipped cream. Okay. Uh, good on just about everything, including a woman. Yeah, and <laughs> people. Yeah, it's, it's good on your partner. Right. Uh, your number one. Whipped cream. Okay. <laughs> and for all those reasons, it's good in a sack. Uh, my number one is chocolate. Uh, and I just said chocolate because I am including in there chocolate syrup, chocolate sprinkles, chips. chocolate chips. Yeah. Um, whatever you want to put on top that's chocolate, good, yeah. it's good. Uh, kind of the same for me for hot fudge, chocolatey. Yeah. But yeah, whipped cream, I mean, goddamn. Sure, sure. Mean, it's good. And you can eat it out of the can, and when you're done, you can get hot yep. and whip it, so it's awesome. Um, now, the other one that we did was top five toppings to put on a cracker. Yep, top five things to put on a cracker. And again, this was submitted by Geek Gazette. So, uh, my number five uh, was one I told you about earlier, and you, I totally grossed you out with it. I did this as a kid. I don't do it now. <laughs> gross. But it, it's soft butter. I used to take saltine crackers and put soft butter on top of them. I'd have a whole plate full of them like that and just eat them. That's gross, dude. It was delicious. <laughs> my number five is another cracker. Okay. I would stack crackers together sure. and just eat them. Okay. So, my favorite thing to put on a cracker is another cracker. Nice. Uh, my number four was hard salami. Ew, I'm not really a fan of hard salami. Really? Not uh, I too used, much. I used to love you just cut like slices yeah. and put them right on top of a Ritz cracker or something yeah, like that. Oh, the delicious. Batter, pepperonis. I yeah, do that pepperoni. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Uh, my number four is peanut butter. Okay. Peanut butter crackers are sure. good. You can put them on saltines or the, the little orange crackers. Yep. Yeah, that, that's good. I love that. Uh, my number three, I played loose with the term cracker. <laughs> and I went <laughs> with, with a white boy. I went with a graham cracker. That's a cracker. Uh, and it's not a savory cracker; it's a sweet cracker. Right, it's a cracker. Right. I did look up the definition because I didn't want to be caught. I didn't want to be caught out, called out like I did with a cheesecake and found out it was a pie. No, I, I will so, give you graham cracker is a cracker, sir. Yes. You are okay on this one, right? And Going I said the judges. s'mores toppings on top of that. So you got your chocolate and marshmallow. Yeah, that's good. I, so, I like uh, s'mores. Yeah. yeah, who don't? Yep. So uh, you're number two. No, number three. Or oh yeah, you're number three. That's right. Uh, prosciutto. Okay. So you don't like salami, but you like prosciutto. Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I'm just saying. Salami's kind of greasy. Yeah, that's what I like about it. I don't like it. Um, my number two was peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter good, cracker, yeah. so. My number two uh, favorite topping to put on a cracker is actually chili. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Excellent. Love yeah, chili. I didn't even think of that. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Because we chili all the time and crackers, it's awesome. Right. Now, I think we have the same one for number one. Yeah. Uh, cheese. Cheese. It could be it could be the spray can cheese to me. It could be sliced cheese. Sliced yeah. cheese. It, it's all cheese. good. It's cheese and crackers, right? I mean, cheese and that's crackers. Get, Come yeah. on, yeah. And any kind of cheese. It really doesn't bother. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's our top fives. Yeah. Thank you for so, submitting yeah, those. It's awesome. We love thank talking you. about food. So yeah, it's always good to get a food right. conversation going here. So if you have some crazy questions you want to throw our way, we have that on the forums. We have uh, asked the holocron thread. Yeah, that's always and, good. And uh, you can uh, definitely play with us around on the forums. We're there. So yeah. Uh, and you can enter top five lists and stuff like that. We still have the old ones. I don't want people thinking, if you're still listening from the old days <laughs> and you posted ideas, uh, we still have them. We're going to get to all of them. It's just, yeah. It's just a matter of time. We just thought Geek Gazette put up like 20 different so ones. We might as well take a couple. So we yeah. thought we'd take a couple uh, welcome. to welcome, welcome him. Yeah. yeah. So, and all right. Again, no research behind what we like these. Yep. 
Food. Yeah. So next episode, number 32, we'll be covering issues again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, No more suck. We will be covering, uh, as far as the retro reviews, we'll be covering number two of Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Star Wars. Wars. So uh, bring those along with you next time you're listening. Yeah, I have the original copy of the G.I. Joe number two issue, so I'll bring that. Take a look at it, comparison, and all that type of stuff. So we'll do a side-by-side comparison with that one. Uh, but other than that, you can find us at uh, StarJoes.com. You can find us on the ComicForums.com. Uh, you can friend us on Facebook. You can also like us on Facebook. Yeah, thanks. You can uh, <laughs> we need friends. Twitter us at uh, at StarJoes Podcast. You can leave us an iTunes review. E- iTunes review is appreciated. You can uh, email us at StarJoesPodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message and, and you we'll can, play it. You can leave a voicemail message. As you can hear, it doesn't matter how many you've left. We will play them all. Play them all. Uh, it's 440-941-J-O-E-S, Joes. Yeah. Uh, simple as that. 440-941-JOES. And as we mentioned before, if you have a cell phone plan, it is a long-distance number if you don't live in this area. So if you have a cell phone plan that lets you wait call... Till after 9. Wait till after 9 o'clock and call us and leave a message. You will not be disturbing us. You will not be waking us. So Yeah, it, it doesn't even ring. Right. Exactly. Uh, it'll just go right to a voicemail. So with that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Later. Wait a minute, where are you going? Overweight blob of grease, now come on. I've just about had enough of you. Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you nearsighted scrap pile. And don't let me catch you following me, begging for help, because you won't get it. That malfunctioning little twerp, this is all his fault. He tricked me into going this way, but he'll do no better. We stopped. Wake up. Wake up! Now, don't you forget this. Why I should stick my neck out for you is quite beyond my capacity. What message? The one you've just been playing. The one you're carrying inside your rusty innards. No, I don't think he likes you at all. No, I don't like you either. I would much rather have gone with Master Luke than stay here with you. I don't know what all this trouble is about, but I'm sure it must be your fault.